Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 5th of September 2019. This is The Gap, episode 483. I'm Luke Laurie. Job is here, and how's your week going, Job? You been doing much? Oh, I've been busy as fuck, as I think everyone's about to find out. Yeah. Uh, it has been a busy old week, yeah. Um, what about you? You been busy? Uh, a little bit busy. Today is kind of like the first day that I've actually had a chance to sort of sit down and maybe play some video games and I've not played any video games today. Um, yeah, time, time to, to do three hours of podcast then. Good good stuff. <laughs> yeah, like it's my kind of the first day I've had off where I'm not really doing anything. All the other days I've been kind of running around. Um, yeah, sorting out me moving across the fucking world. Yeah. Um, so speaking yeah. of moving across the world, do we ditch saying what day it is? No. No? No. Do we fuck just it. maybe aim for like it's it's the week ending <laughs> Today September is 6th or something? Thursday for you. Yeah, but it's not it's Thursday Wednesday for, for me. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, right? Like maybe we you know, now that we're Mr. Worldwide, uh yeah. maybe we, you know, worldwide this shit a little bit, get a bit broader with it. Except the fact that I live in the fucking future. And now you live in the fucking past and yeah, we can sort of, you know, just stretch it out a little bit. No? Um, no, I'm, I'm just fine. Just try it out, right? Giving a date because otherwise it just feels like we're, um, I don't know. Like, I think people need a reference of what day it is. Otherwise they're like listening to it and then like four hours in, they're like, why the fuck are they talking about? That's why I'm saying. Gears of War 3. We say <laughs> the week ending the sixth or something like that. See, this is what I'm saying, right? Like, cause we, that's are, too uh, hard. We aim for a Friday release, right? So if mm. you were to just work out when the Friday, you already have to do time conversion. You already have to work out what fucking day it is for me. So all I'm saying is obviously adding a single day to your current day total. Isn't that complex, but yep. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Listeners, I think you should vote. You should tell us, what do you think? Go to the week ending or just the day shit. Uh, I don't think it ultimately matters. It's inconsequential, but, you know, why yeah. not? I think it's important in a, its own dumb way. Um, mm. Yeah. So how was your big move? How was it all? Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was fine. Like we, we got in on, we left on the Thursday, got in on the Thursday, Um had to wait a couple of hours to get uh, sort of our cats. Um, I have two cats, in case people didn't know this. Mm. And um, so we're at the airport. We had about 10 bags of luggage right. between the both of us, um, basically because we've we've moved over to San Francisco yeah. and all our stuff has to come with us. And uh, so we've got three methods of shipping it. We've got... Um, the stuff we can take with us on the plane. Yep. We've got an air freight, uh, which they package up and they ship it by cargo. And that takes um, a couple of weeks, weeks, maybe two or three yeah. weeks. Yep. And then we've got our um, our shipping container, which goes by sea. And then that takes, you know, could take two months, basically. Right. So uh, the majority of our stuff is in the shipping container, which is things like furniture or books, DVDs, um, there's clothes in there, just like all our kitchenware, that sort of stuff. Um, and then sort of the items that we kind of 
you know can do without for a little bit is in the the air freight yeah and then everything else that we kind of needed like clothes and your computer my all my computer stuff yeah um is in the on the plane with us and so we had about 10 bags all up and um we got to the airport and like it was a pain to try and find anybody that kind of help us to to like get anything that we could stack on this stuff because they've got trolleys there but they're fucking really tiny like it's like they've they've shrunk them over the years they definitely have yeah (laughs) and um you can put maybe three or four of them on there if you're lucky but like i've got a box with i've got like two giant boxes with my computer it's like 35 kilos um i've got a box with like all my cable gear my my monitors are in there and they're not like they're not square boxes they're kind of oddly shaped um and so like trying to stack all that on top of each other was like we needed something to do that eventually we found someone they brought like a giant trolley across and we stacked everything on it got it out front eventually we had to go pick up our cats and that was a hassle because they told us to be there at four o'clock and we got off the plane at like 1 30 oh yeah we ended up getting over there and we waited about an hour before they would basically give us the cats and like they had no idea what was going on because just fuck her up fuck ups and whatnot right um eventually we got them we got back into the city um and started unpacking we had pretty much everything all ready to go um the only thing i didn't sort of have set up was my my pc and my uh computer slash video game gear um so i jumped onto amazon ordered a bunch of stuff on Amazon Prime um, and had that shipped over pretty much. Well, I did it that the next day. Yep. Um, so that all arrived the next day. I bought like new cable gears for, you know, obviously for the power and whatnot. Um, so I set all my computer gear up, my PlayStation's up and running, my Xbox is up and running. Um, hopefully the audio is okay. Like it's this sort of temporary, this setup that I've got at the moment until yep. I, I find an actual... A proper apartment um and uh i'll have my hopefully my whole setup within the next couple of um you know month month and a half so yeah the the move was okay um i'm a i'm a fan of like learning all these new things like i've ordered amazon orders <laughs> i've been using amazon a lot and that's yeah it's great like we don't have that we've got obviously amazon back home but it's not the type of not even level that is over thing. here yeah um so i immediately signed up for amazon prime when i got here yeah and um and uh yeah basically ordered like three or four boxes worth of crap stuff that we needed like as i said the palace power supply stuff things for the cats um just like phone charges and whatnot just things that you like you can't really that you need to get at some stage so do all that and uh, yeah, it was here within like a couple of hours. Um, like sorted out all the the local shops that we need to go to for grocery. There's a there's a Whole Foods nearby, which is basically Amazon Prime as well. Um, so I can either go down there and and walk around the shop and get stuff. Yep. Or I can just order it online and they'll deliver it within two hours. How long a walk <laughs> is it? Like forty minutes. What? No. No. Um, Pathetic. It's pathetic. It's, you it's don't even fun. have anyone to fucking like <laughs> make carry all your fucking heavy shit either. So yeah. yeah, like anywhere that's like further than five minutes in San Francisco is a pain because yeah. it's giant fucking hills everywhere. It's all hills, yeah, yeah. And so, um, 
Everyone always no, talks it, about how Sydney's like full super hilly, but fucking no, it's got nothing no. on San Fran. San no. Fran's basically fucking vertical <laughs> climbs. Yeah, pretty Some much. Shit. Yeah. Um so yeah, I've sorted out. Like the whole foods is good. It's all like organic yeah. food. It's not like a Coles or, or no. Woods back home. It's it's really Harris Farm. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like your local sort of um farmers market type. Yeah shopping center but on like a larger larger scale yep um so yeah i went to best buy best buy as well picked up some electrical gear there um picked up man of madame which we'll talk about later on sure or or i'm not actually sure how you you pronounce that in american because that was a struggle to find that game oh yeah i don't think she knew what i was saying oh yeah (laughs) had to show her the picture Oh man of Madame! I was like, Madonna? oh yes, that's Madonna. Man of Madonna. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's been busy. We've been looking at apartments. Yep. Um, got a couple more to go and see in the next couple of days, and yeah, today's kind of like my day off. So it's been cool. good. Cool. I was going to play some games, but I was fucking around trying to get make sure we could record and everything was okay and then I, I sorted everything out everything was good and then we fired up Skype and I'm like it's not fucking working why is it not working it's pretty and good. it turns out I had two copies of Skype on here um, and it was I was starting up the old one and the reason for that is because I um, I had to install a, a newer version of of Windows on my PC when I got here um, the only thing that didn't work when I fired up my PC was one of my hard drives um, was not connecting. And so I fucked around with cables and whatnot. And I was like, oh, sweet. It's the, um, did some troubleshooting. I was like, oh, okay, it's just the SATA cable. It's cool. And so when I went to Best Buy, I was like, oh, I need a SATA cable. And she knew exactly what I was talking nice. about. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I got home. Yeah, I got home and set everything up. And it still wouldn't connect. I'm like, what the fuck? God damn it. And like swapping cables around again. I think it's my motherboard. Um, oh, eventually, no. it all started working again. And that's fine. Uh, but anyway, th- that was a different story. That was kind of the only thing that didn't work when I plugged everything in. Um, I was waiting for... Oh, my, my Wi-Fi wasn't working. It had, it had jumped out of the PCI card, the, the slot. And so I just kind of jammed that back in and we're good to go. So yeah, PC right. survived the trip as cool. far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, the other problem I had was with uh, so Gears of War Five is coming out, mm, and it's out. some yeah, it's, it's out. No, it's not out yet. It's out for us. Oh, for media, yeah. Yeah. Um. So it's out. Uh, I think tomorrow, basically, right. time of recording. Um, some awesome person in our chat. I can't remember who it was. Might have been JB. Put in the. Uh, like the CNET guide of how to purchase three years worth of um, the Ultimate Gamer Pass by basically loading up your Xbox Live account yep. and then going and doing... It's like a $1 yep. um, sort of discount on the Ultimate Gamer Pass and it applies it to however long is left on your Xbox Live subscription. And so the maximum you can do, I think, is like two and a half um, sort of years. And so... I signed up for that. Um, bit of an issue signing up for that. It seems like every time I go to use the X, the Microsoft Store, I have a problem. Yeah, <laughs> it was like Quantum Break, 
<laughs> like every time I go and use it, I'm like, fucking this store is, I've got to like talk to someone in support to try and help me. Yeah. And this time it was because I was using a payment device that wasn't in the current location where I was. Uh. Even though I'm using PayPal, which is weird because yeah. who the fuck cares? Like, I never have any problems at all buying anything. Like, I'm, I'm using more Amazon stuff, yep. using credit cards and whatnot. It doesn't matter. But for whatever reason, every time I tried to buy, um, every every time I tried to subscribe on the, the Microsoft store to this thing, it was like, oh, there's something wrong with your purchase. And then so I had to chat to this dude. And he's like, oh, you, you're... Um, it thinks that you're in a different region, so it's not working. I can charge it directly if you want now. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Just fucking do it. Um, and so I did all that, got all that sorted. And then I jumped back into the store and none of the games will let me install. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. Um, so I fucked around with that for a while. I was contacted Microsoft support again. I'm like, hey, I'm having this issue. I can't install any games on Game Pass. Um I might have something to do with me. Like I, I just moved last week. There's something weird going on. Like, I don't know if that's a problem or it's something else. And eventually like after like an hour and a half with this guy, um, cause I ended up checking on my Xbox and my Xbox worked. Like I could install games that way. Fine. It's just on the PC. Right. It wouldn't let me install anything. And he ended up palming me off basically to fucking the Xbox insider program to try and get help from there. Um, which I was, you know, I'm busy fucking moving. I didn't have time to sit around for however long and sort all this stuff out. And so I, I just chucked a, um, like a support ticket up on the forum, like the Xbox forum, and some random person started helping me on the, they've got like a really good chat program right. where people can start talking to you. Yep. Um, yeah. And some dude just like talking to me, asking me like what error I'm getting, uh, you know, what have I tried? That sort of stuff. And he's like, yeah, try, try downloading the new um, Xbox app, which is in like a beta at the moment. Right. Um, and so I tried that and it didn't work. It came up and said there was an error. Um, and then it basically said that I needed to update to the latest version of Windows, which is the May feature update 2019. Mm. And so I installed that. Mm. It wouldn't let me. At first, it was kept coming up with some error saying that like we're not ready to install it in your machine. I was like, F- all right. So I figured out how to force that install, and it checked all like, oh yeah, your computer's up to you know scratch. It'll find. It's all good. So I forced that update, um, and that fixed all the problems. Like I could now install all those games again. Like it seems to be tied to that May. It fixed all update. those problems. <laughs> yeah, it created another problem for me. So now, <laughs> so now I have no search bar. Like whenever I click on my type to search here button, and it's just fucking blank. And I've been, I must have spent like two hours today trying to fix it. I'm out of ideas. I feel like the next step for me is like reinstalling Windows. Um, yeah, I, I use Starting that. Starting from I fucking scratch. Yeah, I don't think you'll let you realize how much you use that thing. Like I'll just click on and go like VLC. And then bam, or like Skype or OBS or Discord. And well, now I'm going to actually click AU. start the old way and like fucking scroll down a giant list. Right, and be like, what like, am I looking this for? Shit. Yeah, so you can't press like, the Windows key and just start typing? No, nothing comes up. Maybe like, it's on the, the search box screen. comes up. That's it. Because you're down the screen, aren't you? Yeah. 
because it's definitely it doesn't doesn't show up on my second and third monitors. It only right. shows up on my primary monitor. It's right. there, but I just can't like when I type stuff. Nothing. Oh, okay. Comes comes up. Well, I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of been my only sort of teething problems out of this move. Um, we'll get there in the end. Yeah. 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 Cool. There was a um, a sale on Amazon for Intel products. And hold, on, really hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Speaking of, of that shit. awesome, that awesome <laughs> fucking thing that JB Johnny Bravo pointed out, the which I believe still currently works. Uh, yeah. If you're listening to this, definitely check to see if it is. But uh, I believe it's still working. Uh, when I did it, because I did it as well, because I'm like, ah, fuck it, may as well, uh, mm. just in case. Um, and uh, I also did it because my little brother hit me up. So I told him about it. And my little brother hit me up and couldn't get it to work. And he was losing his fucking mind. He's like, no, it's just, it's taken my fucking 12 months. It's taken my money. And now it won't let me fucking, won't let me fucking sign up. I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And he's talked me through it. And so I was sitting there in fucking Discord with Johnny Bravo and Nate before we played some Gears of War, hmm. uh, me and Nate were going to play Gears of War, JB couldn't, um, and um, fucking just talking through it. And it was maddening. It was just like looping and looping and looping. You know how when you fucking do tech support for your fucking grandma or some shit and you're like, stop, please just shut up. You don't know what you're talking Just stop trying to fucking fix things. Just do what I'm telling you to do. One step at a time and confirm you've completed that step. Anyway, we got through all of the steps. And he's like, no, it's still not working. I'm like, I, I've got no... F-. So I literally sat there and did it myself on my own account. All, like, I went through the whole fucking process with him, right? Mm-hmm. Step by step by step by step. And it worked for me. And I'm like, it literally just worked for me. Like, we, as far as I could tell, I'm not there with you. Alex, but as far as I could tell, we literally did the same fucking thing, right? So how the fuck have you got a different outcome? And uh, and he's like, I don't know, I don't know. And I'm like, take a screenshot of what you can see and send it to me. And it had worked. He was just reading the dates wrong. He apparently just fucking couldn't read dates for that, that fucking entire period of time. And so I spent literally a fucking hour on a fucking Skype call with him. Just doing nothing. Why just, didn't you share the screen? Um, Because that would have been a whole question. thing. I would have had to fucking <laughs> like walk him through doing that as well. Like it was, it seemed it like it like two be... seconds on Skype. Does it? I thought it was a lot harder. No, I think there's a button. You just press like share screen. I accidentally do it all the time on here for you. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I do it. I never noticed. Or are you seeing my screen? Oh, um, no, because I don't get the step where I actually do it. Um, it just like pops up. I was like, what would you like to share? I'm like, oh, fuck, what have I done? Oh, nothing. Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, I thought I was yeah. closing in something. Should have done that then. Oh, well. Um, nevertheless, it was infuriating. Uh, but it worked out. And yeah. I mean, I already had Gears of War, but I got Blair Witch, which is pretty good. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I've been using that for Blair Witch. Yeah. Um, talk about that. <laughs> well, you you were going to say something else about Amazon, I believe. 
Uh, oh no, I was just doing like Amazon had a bunch of Intel deals. Oh, and right, I, I yep. nearly pulled the trigger on um, a bunch of new yeah, stuff. Even though, even though everyone goes AMD these days. Yeah. AMD is the new hotness. Intel's the new notness. That's what I'm saying. Everyone's mm. AMD now. All AMD all day. Yep. So I got in on that trend early. Old trendsetter Jobo with his computer that can't play some games for some reason. Um, anyway, yeah, Blair Witch. Uh, yeah. Uh, Blair Witch. Uh, so I don't know what your history with the Blair Witch series is like. Oh, that fucking... I don't know if anyone could hear it. That fucking plane that's been flying for the last, like, 16 fucking minutes was a skywriter, and he's written... I don't know what the fuck that says. Uh, the... The... Corgle? I think it says the Corgle? I don't know what the fuck the Corgle is. Oh, he's he's still going. He's just far enough away that I can't hear anymore. Uh, anyway... Yeah. Is it the Coalition? The Cogs? The Cogs? Maybe it's some Xbox Skyrim. Oh, that, that'd be good. Fucking, that'll be good when I can hear their plane right now, the Cogs, and I'm ripping into Gears 5. Um, anyway, <laughs> Blair Witch. I don't know what your history with Blair Witch is like, but uh, I, um, I was old enough to go and see Blair Witch when it first came out in the cinema. And I went and saw it at a movie marathon. Uh, I was actually in for a different movie marathon. Um, but everyone started clapping at the end of Remember the Titans. And I didn't want to be in that audience anymore. So I left and went into a different movie marathon. Uh, that's how it worked in those days. A movie marathon, if you're not familiar with the concept, is four movies in a row. Uh, back to back to back with like a 15, 20 minute break in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and usually it's like a... All night locking. You go in at like 10 o'clock and you don't come out until like 6. Uh, and so there were a couple of really good ones. There was a Matrix one that I did once. That was really good. Um, I think I think there was a Star Wars one that I didn't do. Because uh, I was too disillusioned at that point about the, seri- uh, the, the prequels. Sure. Is it? It was, I believe it was starting with the prequels. Um, or it was only the prequels, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, I didn't want to do that. Um, yeah, this one, uh, we used to just go just to hang out. Like, nobody was really watching the, the films all that much. Um, but yeah, remember the Titans? Everyone was fucking locked in. And at the end, literally the entire cinema was like fucking applauding. And I'm like, I can't be among these people. I've clearly picked the wrong fucking marathon so whoop, away I go um pretty sure it was this pretty sure it was the same one anyway uh went into the next cinema across because they always had like six four to six different marathons going on at any one time at the Browns Plains the Grand Plaza cinemas there uh and so you just sort of fucking walk into another one um and if you were sitting in someone's seat you just move uh instead of being a dickhole and uh that was it, you know, like easy peasy. You go see the movies you want. They weren't checking tickets once you were through. Uh, we even went to a couple where they weren't checking tickets after the first movie was finished because hmm. they were all like minimum wage. They didn't give a fuck anymore. Uh, so you just walk in. Uh, easy, easy. And uh, yeah, went and saw Blair Witch. And 
honestly didn't think that much of it. And I get scared in films pretty easily. Uh, I get scared in everything pretty easily. I'm like, because I lock in, right? Like I fucking sure. embody the the concepts, the the character. Uh, so it has to be generally pretty silly for it to not scare the fuck out of me. Um, like that, what was that Brahms movie? That Browns movie, the the boy. Remember that movie uh, with the with the fucking doll. I think it's the boy. Yeah, like terrible, terrible fucking. That's the most recent. I guess Hellboy was supposed to be a little bit scary, but I mean, fuck Pet that Cemetery. movie was awful. Oh yeah, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> but that got me. That got me a couple of times. Yeah, that, definitely. Uh, there's a like. There's some good scares. Uh, no, like that was silly, but like still got me. Like has to be really rough to not get me at all. And yeah. The Blair Witch Project didn't get me at all. Um, yeah, so... I mean, the Blair Witch didn't really have... I guess it was more tense than... It, it didn't feel tense scary. to me. Scary? Maybe yeah. it was the atmosphere as well. You know, the... Because those... You weren't, like, sitting there super locked in on what was going on on the screen. You were, like, sitting there hitting on the girls next to you and joking about with your mates and you weren't paying super attention and making fun of the person who was trying to not bath because of the motion sickness and all that mm. kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe I never really gave it the, the chance to get locked in, but uh, there was another fucking... There have been more Blair Witch movies, right? Yeah, there have been. Um, there was a second one and they did a reboot Re- um, I didn't watch the reboot. I did watch the second one, and that was dumb as well. Like I just didn't think much of that. It was like the Book of Shadows. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, um, yeah. But the thing about the first one was it had this whole cult thing about, sorry, cultural sort of um, like whether or not it was real or not. Like, yeah. this is back before. I mean, the internet was around, but it was wasn't as big as what it is now, and so it was like a word of mouth thing where you nobody really like, people thought it was real. <laughs> it was like the original creepy pasta, you yeah. know, like uh, some sort of staged, uh, scripted concepts that uh, wound up, you know, that was presented as real and wound up, you know, taking on a life of its own, uh, mm. and you know, people. Not only did people go and hunt the Blair Witch, but uh, people also actively attempted to make it look like the Blair Witch was real as part of, mm-hmm. like, that was their prank on the world, was, you know, making it seem like she actually, it actually existed. Um, and, yeah, like, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Like, as a cultural phenomenon, uh, I won't discount it. I just didn't think it was a particularly strong movie franchise and I never bought into whether or not it was real Um, and the fact that there was a blatantly bad sequel sort of sold me on how it never really was and I think that they sort of betrayed like I don't think it's a strong enough franchise to really carry um, the horror concept on its own like it's not like like there are some horror franchises that you would go and see like Halloween, right? Like, right. uh, some that you just go and you, you're like, well, it's, but yeah, but it's a Halloween movie. So I'm gonna go see it. Right. Like, 
But I don't think Blair Witch ever really reached that. I don't think it deserves a reboot. And, and uh, yeah, I was weird, weirded out when they announced that it was getting a, a game in the, very much in the vein of Outlast. Because I was like, isn't the fucking power of Blair Witch the idea that it might be real? Like, how does a fucking video game work? Hmm. Um, but that said, I've only played, I think, an hour of it. But okay, and it's a slower start, and it doesn't do a very good job of telling you where the fuck you're supposed to go. But mm. it got me pretty good. It got me pretty good. Uh, the slow start sort of did a good job of like reeling you in. Um, like at at first, you start you start and you in a driving sequence where you're not actually driving. You're just sort of talking on a phone. Yep. Um, and then after that, yeah, like it, you walk up and steal some cunt's fucking walkie-talkie. Uh, you blatantly steal someone's walkie-talkie. And then you just sort of wander off into the woods. And hmm. it doesn't really give you that much idea of where you're supposed to go. You're, you've you got your dog friend, Bullet, and he does an okay job of like directing you, but... Not a great job. Uh, I got lost, fairly lost, and I don't know how I managed to get back on track because I'm pretty good orienteering wise uh, in games. I'm pretty good at that shit. Like I generally have a decent idea of where the fuck I am and where I'm looking sure. uh, relative to where I've been. Um, I'm pretty good at that shit in real life as well, but in video games, yeah, I just find it very easy because. Like generally, games have landmarks, like even subtle landmarks, like an in inconsistent amount of trees or something, is enough to be a landmark so that you can direct where you're going next. Mm -hmm. So I, I honestly don't know how I wound up finding my way back on track because, as far as I could tell, I was retracing my own steps, uh, and there were a number of like landmarks where I definitely <clears throat> was like moving over ground I'd trodden before but it didn't really matter I guess uh it got me in the right direction eventually and once it did that like once it started to play around with I guess what I think was happening was it was playing around with my situational awareness you know like I think that's I think what it's trying doing. to get you lost yeah it's it's deliberately trying to get you lost uh and so it that made me un like unsettled, right? It unsettled me to believe I knew where I was going and still wind up in a different place and also using that to progress the the player character through the game. It's a really good idea. Uh, and then yeah. it introduces, you know, the uh, PTSD uh, side of things mm -hmm. where bullet your dog, which you can pat and you can reprimand, although I never have, uh, and you can like make him find stuff or call him, tell him to stay, tell him to run somewhere. You can do all that kind of stuff. Uh, he's, he's quite commandable. Um, he's also a support dog. And if you're away from him, from him for too long, it's, uh, it's bad for you. Like you start to get scared. Yeah. Your um, vision sort of, decreases and gets blurry and stuff like that and there's like predators like hyena pictures everywhere no that's ancestors um 
Yeah, like your your vision blurs and, and like the the heartbeat starts playing and like you it feels like the walls are closing in on you. Like ah, shit's going bad. I don't know what happens if you don't find bullet. Um, I don't like I don't know how that works necessarily, but um, yeah, it feels like it's extremely important that you find your dog again, uh, which is good because you make a connection with the the dog. Always good. You can pet him. Fantastic. You get back on track and then. Yeah, after that, right, uh, things sort of spiral downwards from there. And I think it's a really, like, it does a really good job of that. Like, yeah, I wasn't about, I was literally walking around making fun of shit, uh, which is roughly my Blair Witch experience. And then once that stuff sort of kicked in, I stopped. I stopped making fun of it. I started paying more attention and getting locked in so that when uh the first real scare occurs you fucking got me proper good um which i think is good right um it does like it it really earns it earns the scare which i think is yeah top you know it's it's what a horror game needs to do um it's too easy to just sort of i, I felt like outlast or was it outlast two one of the outlasts sort of just I had you in a scary setting whichever one was in a, a, a asylum mm. uh, had you in a scary setting uh, and had spooky music and then scary shit happened like jump scare shit happened uh, and that seemed it didn't really earn it as much in my opinion whereas mm. this feels more like the way amnesia did things where you're slowly beginning to understand like everything's pretty silly to start off with and uh Heath's looking for fucking dicks and stuff and there's an invisible monster but you don't really know about that stuff you're more like uh this, this is goofy this is goofy and they're like hang on that's a bit weird wait up that doesn't make any sense hold up what the fuck was that and then you're like fucking in right like you're like oh shit Oh no! No more ro- like laughing about dicks. There's a fucking invisible monster or some shit, right? That's th- that's what I, th- I think Blair Witch is doing more amnesia than Outlast, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, there's yeah, definitely it's different styles, right? Yeah, it's it 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 doesn't lean on the jump scares. It leans on actual tension and a build to terror, which is good. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it, it's it's. It reminds me a lot of a uh, like a walking simulator game. Like it's giving you this illusion of it being an open, yeah. Well, not an open world. Game. Well, like there's open areas, but really at the end of the day, all you're doing is following this dog around, yeah. Um, and he's leading you from your objective to your next objective. From what I've played so far, yeah, which is a decent chunk, um, yeah. Because that first area that I think you're talking about is kind of where you're you're sort of following bullet around and finding things on the ground, um, and it's pretty hard for you to find stuff unless he's guiding you to specific areas. Because unless they're in like the middle of a pathway or something, some of this stuff is just often like a sidewalk in behind a bush or something like that, and it's really hard to see. Yeah. Um, so that first area, I think, is really sort of teaching you that you need to follow him around quite yeah. a bit. Like, he'll guide you to where you go. And then once you find, like, the 
you know, the baseball cap on that sort of thing, that's when it really kicks off and it starts to be like, it starts to branch out in terms of the areas you can go to, like mm. the pathways you can go to, but you still, um, you can definitely go and explore, but it, you're really supposed to be following this dog and him leading you to the next sort of checkpoint or whatever you're doing. Um, it really so, like so, hammers that in a too. Cause I remember yeah. like just after finding the police car, mm-hmm. um, there's a little tunnel that you can go down to, to a padlock, but it took me fucking ages to make fucking bullets stay in one place. Cause he wanted to run off in the correct direction. And I wanted to go explore down this fucking tunnel and see mm. what was going on. But he absolutely did not want me to go down there. And so like, the first three times I got like halfway down the stairs and the fucking heartbeats hammering and my vision's blurring. I'm like, oh, I'm too far away from the fucking dog. And so I go back up the stairs. I call the dog back. I'm like, stay, stay. And then the third time I like fucking pet him. And it seems like he will stay in one spot for a little while if you pet him. Like mm-hmm. he's just sort of happy for a bit. And then I fucking booked it down the stairs uh, to see what was down there. Then it was just a, it was a... Did you sort that out? Uh, No. I haven't worked it out. I couldn't figure it out. I tried for about two minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Gave up. Um, But yeah, so it's it's sort of this illusion of a... um, Like, it feels to me like a walking simulator. It's sort of leading you along the path of following this dog around. Um, Like... There's, I feel like there's, um, even the, the, the scares you're talking about, like that first encounter, mm. I struggled quite a bit to figure out what was going on. Um, to the point where I just basically looked wherever the dog was looking. Yep. Uh, I don't know if that's what you were doing, but I would just look at the dog. Yep. Where is he looking? And then I'd shine my torch in that direction and it would attack whatever was out there. Like I couldn't. I don't know if my fucking vision is going. It was definitely not going. I did an eye test recently. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. But I, like, I couldn't... but okay. It, it would... Like the, the beam on the actual light flashlight would go really yeah. bright and then it would sort of attack it or something and then the thing would run I off. Like I can't, yeah, I, I'm like, I can't see what I'm... Like, is this, am I supposed to be able to see this thing? I mean, it's, I recorded it, right? And I've watched it back a couple of times and I can't see anything. Yeah, like, there's nothing there. You just sh- I just shining the fucking light into the darkness. I attack the darkness. Hmm. Uh, yeah, like there's nothing there. I was literally just looking where the dog was looking and shining my torch because I, I had no fucking idea. Right? Like, what are you supposed yeah, to do? I thought I was just doing something wrong at that stage, and, and so it becomes a point of me. I'm no longer I'm no longer using the flashlight to look for something like, oh, maybe there's something hiding behind a fucking tree or something like that. Like yeah. there are occasions where you do see stuff. Right. Um, and I have seen something, yeah. you know, and I think it's that thing. But um, for the majority of the cases that that I'm getting attacked by this thing, I'm just literally looking at my dog, pointing yeah. my flashlight in the area. And it's just not super engaging, I guess. I'm just like, I've, I've figured the trick. And right. so I've just... Yeah, it's really easy for me to get past those bits at the moment. Um, but I, in saying that, and that that sort of stuff's only happened a couple of times in terms yeah. of um, these little like gimmicky game parts. 
but I, I like what it's doing with toying with the environment um, and sort of your perception of time and things like that, sort of what's going on around you. Um, because the, the story is that you're looking for this kid that's gone missing and you're helping like the local law enforcement try and um, like find this kid and he ends up finding a lead which is really early in the game and like the law enforcement is like stay there like we'll come get you but he sort of goes off on his own and that's when he sort of gets trapped in you know whatever is going on here um and so it, it's got this like um camcorder sort of system or game mechanic where you can find these tapes and it progresses the story it kind of fills you in on sort of what's going on and um some of them are like purely just story elements and other ones are like game mechanics where you'll find an item and you'll have to sort of scrub through the video footage and um, you can pause it and rewind and sometimes it makes that item come into effect in the real world yep. or what's going around around you. Or for, in, for instance, there are, I'm at a bit that I've gone past where there's like a downed tree in your path and you need to rewind the video footage to the point where the tree has not fallen over and that kind of clears you know it's like a little puzzle bit that i got clears trapped in that through. tree i got stuck in it like unable you to move the tree yeah yeah like uh which is pretty <laughs> good it was pretty pretty tops yeah uh, i was amused uh, but obviously it was pretty easy to fix hmm. by just getting rid of the tree but yeah no i like that i like that idea i mean it's a it's a cool idea to make you really pay attention to little elements in these videos and to and to tie the whole thing back to the camcorder which i think is a critical element of the blair witch franchise um yeah but i don't know it's it's pretty simplistic puzzle solving as puzzle solving goes yeah, uh, it's it's not that complex. Um, yeah, which I don't know. I'd like. I prefer it more if there were some other subtle, like other things that might. It seems like it's just one thing in a tape, right? That will show up. Um, I think so. At the time being, like. Yeah, but it'd be cool if not sure. you could sneakily, if you're looking in the right spot, you could sneakily find something extra or whatever um maybe there is <laughs> maybe I don't know, and we haven't seen it there's a chance but yeah yeah so i kind of like what it's doing with that and then also the 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 way that um the environment sort of changes as well like you you'll get to places and things will happen and you're sort of retreading where you've gone but things have sort of changed and like you don't know whether or not the character like you talked about this ptsd stuff you don't know whether the character's going like it's something to do with the character or whether it's the world around you that's going that's that's causing you to go weird um and then you're also interacting with characters using this walkie-talkie and mobile phone um yeah and just sort of like the elements the way those things sort of mix in between each other you really don't know what is real and what isn't i guess um you know are the conversations you're having with these people real or is it part of whatever weird thing is going on in this game yeah um, so i like that's so, like the atmosphere it's going is uh is pretty good um but yeah like i'm feeling it's pretty it's not doing anything i haven't seen before yeah um but at the same time it's still i'm still enjoying it for what for what it is 
Yeah. Which is good. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'll continue to, to play it, I think. Um, which is not something I expected. I, I actually went into it thinking I'd just sort of make fun of it. Um, I definitely, like I set up my uh, webcam to record me playing because uh, I suspected, you know, anytime I play a, a horror game, I think it's probably worth me doing that sure. um, because I, I do like to, I mean, I, I like seeing how I react to shit, to be honest. Like, I find that fucking interesting, like really interesting because I know in the moment uh, I... I'm not like thinking about what I'm going to look like on camera or anything. I'm just fucking freaking the fuck out. Um, so yeah, hmm. it's, yeah, it's got me. I'll, I'll continue to play. I want to see what the deal is. Although I do find the main character dude to be pretty fucking unlikable, which is never a good thing. I think the acting is just pretty, Oh, yeah, it's not, anything outstanding it's not outstanding <laughs> but yeah i think he's written to be kind of a dick bag and i understand oh, yeah, that you know obviously he's got some mental health issues but uh that doesn't really you know mean that much to me um, sure <clears throat> doesn't excuse him being a, a dick bag necessarily mm-hmm. they haven't done anything like there's this concept in screenwriting called save the cat right where you've got to do something uh, to make the character likable. Uh, like, even if they're intensely unlikable, they have to have one redeeming thing. They have to have saved the cat for that one moment to like to tie you in uh, and, and link sure. you to the character as someone that you want to root for to win at the end, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And I haven't seen the... like he's kind of just a fuckhead the entire time he's a sh- he's a shitbird on the phone to his wife girlfriend whatever like f- at the start uh, he steals a walkie talkie uh, <laughs> we get the you know the fucking idea that he's there to help save some kid who's gone yeah, gotten as missing. far as we know yeah yeah but like there's nothing that's not an action that's not an actual like committed action for him to have saved anyone. Right. Um, I mean, because so, at the start of that, you get the confrontation with the the deputy or the sheriff, whoever's leading up this thing saying like, like, what are you doing here? Go home type thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's not necessarily him doing the right thing, you know, like it's not, it doesn't tie him to being the, the good guy. He's not necessarily the protagonist at this point. Bullets, the protagonist bullets, the, character that you want to see win uh and you are there trying to make sure bullet doesn't get hurt um but yeah they haven't yeah they haven't done anything to save the cat per se uh and i think it's technically from a writing standpoint too late um for them to do that maybe they'll do save the dog save the dog yeah maybe i mean it would work right like (laughs) the the whole idea behind save the cat is that it literally is just being a good person about literally anything uh, and like literally any moment you can show where they are relatable uh, and also some, like minorly heroic is good enough uh, and like all the way down to 
Yeah, the whole the whole idea save the cat literally is about like you could have the worst character in the world, but if they were to like pick a cat up and put it off the road, mm. then that would be enough to link you. And you just don't see anything like that in Blair Witch, which I think is a mistake from a right. writing standpoint. Uh, yeah. And obviously, you know, save the cat is not the fucking uh, be all and end all, uh, but it is a really like it's once you. Once it's in your mind, uh, it is an interesting way to look at movies and it's a very interesting way to think about storytelling from that, like, in, in that perspective mm-hmm. of what, like, you start to, a lot of stuff starts to come together when you're like, oh, why isn't this character particularly likable to me? And if you wind all the way back, you can often boil it back down to oh they were never really a fucking protagonist <clears throat> yeah makes sense uh, but yeah anyway uh, I'll continue to play Blair Witch and I don't think it's very long I think it's like five hours from what I've heard that's um, a good that's a good amount of time we were talking about fucking Alien Isolation the other day and yeah, about how that long. game is about three times the length it should be <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I want my horror games to be fucking short and punchy because hmm. otherwise yeah the tension dissipates and is replaced by tedium, sure. which is yeah. not what you want. Anyway, um, <clears throat> speaking of horror-ish games, I finished Control. Right, you, you were pretty. I feel like you were pretty close to the end. I was pretty close to the end. You uh, Panopticon around that area last. I was. I was in the Panopticon. Uh, I wound up doing what you did, which is eight hours of fucking side missions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'm glad I did, um, sort of filled out a lot of shit for me, a lot of like storyline stuff. Yeah, like tons um, of storyline stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It really built out the world, which made it totally worthwhile. Um, I didn't feel like, like it was worth a lot of points, uh, that built me up as a character, but I didn't fucking need any of them. Uh, no. once I maxed out, uh, uh, telekinesis. Launch. Yeah. Yeah. Once I maxed out launch. It didn't fucking matter. Everything it's died. super OP uh, though. That's like the one that I went, I maxed out all my points and launched first and I was just yeah. like, no one can touch me anymore. Yeah, basically. <laughs> maxed out energy shield. a little bit to, to <laughs> like just, like you max out energy literally just to lower downtime on launch so that you can spend a little less time pointlessly shooting uh, to make, make things duck a little bit and then you sure. start launching shit again. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm still, I still wanted to, uh, I'd still like to do a spoiler cast. I won't talk too much about the story. I thought it was a a good story. Uh, I thought it went some really interesting places, um, by the end, uh, a little bit predictable, I thought, uh, but it did it in some really interesting ways, uh, that, that sequence right at the end where you're, uh, making copies you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah. You're the new girl. Mm-hmm. Um, that sequence at the end, I thought was uh, really well done. Um, oh, yeah. I think the whole, like... Uh, yeah, I don't want to get into spoilers, but the, I, I basically think from the the ashtray maze up until the end is fucking, like, so well done. Like, the ashtray maze, that whole sequence is... Yeah. Is really good. Super um, trippy, yeah. <clears throat> and there's a thing that happens in the game just before the bit you're talking about where I was like, I was like, what? 
that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then like it, it keeps like stuff keeps going. I'm like, oh, it's fucking so cool. And the yeah. way they do it is really, is really. Uh, I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Um, because I think even you were talking about like. <laughs> you were you were surprised that that happened like you came back and things were still going yeah like, um, just to be really vague um so yeah i think the whole that that sort of from the ashtray maze up until the end of the game mm. um there's a lot of cool things there like the boss fights can kind of keep them or leave them i think they're pretty they're pretty average boss they fights lead or- to the one major final criticism I have, which is the checkpoints in that game are fucked. And I I literally cannot see a single reason why they are the way they are, except for being bound to the control point. Like, yeah, they want to... Yeah. But it is... They chose where to put those fucking control points, and they chose how to do those checkpoints. And there's literally no reason why you should have to, like there's no fucking in-game narrative reason why you should have to go back to a fucking control point. So just spawn me back in the fucking boss room and let me fucking start it straight up because making me fucking run through a bunch of shit all the way back, like the fucking fridge fight. Oh, it only took me a couple of goes, but I hate fucking running back to it. Or the fucking anchor. Like, good God. Yeah, Every time you run through goes. the fucking... Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's it's two goes, two attempts. Oh no, it took me like four attempts because I was trying some stuff. I was trying to like hover out and get some cheeky extra attacks in mm. uh, on, the, on the weak point. Sure. And then uh, like I didn't have enough hover time. So I like... <laughs> float down and she won't fucking grab a ledge for the fucking life of her uh and also i didn't fucking didn't hit the weak point so i didn't save myself any time anyway like all and then i'd have to run all the fucking way back and i'd have to listen to her be like oh more clocks and like the third time she says that line you're like you fucking bitch you match clocks again and i'm gonna fucking do you Um, clock you i'm gonna clock you can i skull uh, but it's also like there's a fucking there's a, a little bit of jumping as well like there's some fucking jump trickery that you have to go through to get over that fucking get into the boss room itself uh, it's just a mad pain in a fucking dick and then yeah you fucking you get through it and you're like cool well that was fucking pointless um, it's it robs robs the like game of its reward state and it makes you very keen to not experiment at all like you basically what you learn from that fight is just do exactly what you're supposed to do do not try to do it any interesting way because if you do it any interesting way you'll be fucking running all the way back right and it might not be true later on later on you might actually there might be some cool ways to do stuff but Mm. there's no incentive for you to do it that way because the downside the risk for, uh, to reward ratio is cooked like it's utterly fucked so you're better off just playing it safe the whole way through so you don't have to fucking do a stupid fucking run back um yeah they could like there's no reason why the checkpoints had to be the way they were and it bugs the fuck out of me because mm-hmm. uh, you could literally just yeah you could literally just spawn back in the fucking start of the fight or whatever instead yeah. of having to do the run 
so yeah, that's my last major criticism of Control, and I would love to see it fixed. I don't, I cannot understand in any way why it is the way it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd love to, I'd love to find out someday why they did it that way. Um, because yeah, by the end, those boss fights are lengthy, right? Like they take some time. That last boss fight, well, boss fight, uh, it's not short, right? Like mm. you, there's some stuff to do in it. You know, you gotta, you gotta get some shit done and yeah, it's just a crotch punch to have you set back even further before, you know, the latest lengthy portion that you're up to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Other than that, loved it. Uh, yeah, really, really enjoyed the game. Uh, I do understand, I understand some of the cryptic bullshit you were talking about last week. Uh, we were talking fucking riddles. I'm like, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to directly question what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> Because uh, he might be fucking hinting at some stuff, and I don't want to fucking know. But what the fuck are you talking about, Luke? Um, yeah, a lot of it makes sense now. Um, yeah, it's it's all falling into place. It's all coming together. Um, yeah, which is cool. And yeah, uh, I would I would absolutely play a Control Two or an Alan Wake Two or whatever the fuck it resulted in. Hmm. Uh, the yeah the outcome of control whatever it resulted in i'd be about it because it was fucking awesome yeah absolutely yeah um yeah i think the the last uh yeah it goes some it definitely goes some places um i'm, I'm just still a bit i thought the game was going to review high i think it settled at like an 85 which is right. which is good because it, it was going down at one stage it was towards like an 80 on Metacritic it's sort of gone back up which is good I think 85 to somewhere around there is 85 to 90 is good I, I wouldn't give it I wouldn't tan it or anything like that no um, I'd probably I'm around there as well like an 8 8.5 yep. maybe 9 I'm not not too sure um, it's a good spot anyway really good game and I believe it went on sale as well in a couple places um, oh really yeah the Amazon was having a sale I saw on Twitter people were saying to, to definitely grab it is this podcast um, brought to you by amazon now or what i wish uh, Cats so. and amazon over here <laughs> Fuck, no. yeah. um should we talk about ancestors quickly sure uh i i didn't play a lot since then i, I chucked it on last night when i had a bit of spare time yeah <clears throat> it's a hard game to get back into once you've had a, a week break because <laughs> i uh i had forgotten like it took me about a couple of minutes to sort of work out what I was doing again. Um, the thing on top of that was we were talking about it last week. Uh, uh, Ancestors is like an evolution game where you play as a monkey and you're trying to evolve quicker than, I guess, real life. Um, it's sort of like a, a, a Minecraft style game where there's tons and tons of things in the world you can go out and do. You can make objects and sort of teach uh, your, your, your learning as, a, as an ape, a monkey, to try and get smarter. Um, and we were talking last week about how you evolved and did all this sort of stuff. So I jumped in and figured out how to do that. And it, it advanced me 
thousands and thousands of years, like hundreds of thousands of years forward in time. Uh, and then after that was done, it had me in a new starting area or a different yep. starting area. Or like I wasn't in my cave anymore. Yep. I, was in a, I was at a tree. Mm. Um, there was no more cave above me. And so it was raining, of course. Of course. And I'd forgotten like what I needed to eat to make it so that I had a resistance against cold weather. Sure. Uh, on top of that, my gorilla that I was using had gotten really old and its stamina bar was not as big as what it was. And so I had to go find um, another... Well, 10,000 years have passed, so... Yeah, technically. That's, that's pretty old. <laughs> another, um, so I had to find another gorilla to use, another monkey. Yep. Monkey, um, yep. And then I walked around my camp and I couldn't find any babies. And the boy that you level up in the game is by having a baby on your back and you walk around and do things and that's how you get experience. Mm. And so I didn't know how to make babies. Yep. How do I sex? <laughs> yeah. Luke asked. How do I sex? Um, show show Bob. Um, yeah. I figured out how to groom. I was like, I need a mate. And I, like, you need to groom a, a partner. Yeah. And then you you become a couple. And I'm like, now what do I do? <laughs> yeah, so because I went to the help down. options, and there's nothing in the help. Like it doesn't tell you what you need to do. I'm like, do I need to make a bed or something? And eventually, that yeah. was what I need to do. But that's what it is. Man, it's so like those monkeys—they're classy broads, eh? <laughs> they they're not—they're not going to pound town just anywhere. Okay, they're not about to fuck like animals. Uh, they need a bed, right? If you want to evolve, you need to yeah. Find a, make a fucking bed. Treat her like a princess. Um, right. And then, yeah. so you know what happened after that? I, uh, eventually the baby was born and I was like, sweet, I have my, uh, my baby now. I can earn experience. Yep. I started eating berries and whatnot. Nice. I left my, I left my camp. I was yep. walking around and I immediately got attacked by a lion. Gold. And I was like, this is why I, uh, didn't like the game. That's what I just re- remembered. Yeah. I was like, like I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to like. What am I supposed to do? Every time yep. I fucking go anywhere, I get attacked by something, or it's raining. That's and it. So yeah, that's the um, that's the life you lead as a monkey. Um, I said this oh, on Twitter. Sorry, I am. Oh, okay. No, no, I was just going to add to that. On top of that, when you evolve, you lose all your learning, like everything you've learned. Oh yeah, and you can keep two attributes to. I guess it depends on how many babies you've, you've got or something like that. Um, yep. And so you can keep two and then it evolves you and you lose everything. Yep. And so you've got to relearn the whole thing again. And so oh, I'm yeah. at a point of the game where I'm just like, I don't even think I want to play it anymore. I played it for like 10 minutes. It's like, I was so keen to keep playing this game. <laughs> you've kicked me in the nuts and I'm like, I don't want to play anymore. Like I'm back to square one. It's not like I fucking died or anything, but... I just don't know. I don't understand the point of the game. I don't understand the purpose. What am I supposed to be doing? I don't know. Like, no more monkeying. Uh, yeah, this, I said this on Twitter. I cannot believe nobody, nobody used the subheader, I'm tired of monkeying around on their review. And it's a real big indicator as to why I should be allowed to review more because high quality Jungle Book references when you're playing as a monkey, I cannot believe... I had that one locked in the moment I heard the game was announced, right? Like, uh, 
it was either that or I want to be like you, right? Like, you've got choices there. If it's good, I want to be like you. If it's bad, I'm tired of monkeying around. It's like, people aren't, they're not fucking enough steps ahead, right? That's what makes me the best. Um, but no, I, I jumped back in uh, to see if uh, I could, see if the train wreck had me locked in. If I could look away from the train wreck. Uh, finally decided to go and solve the question of how the fuck do I, I stop being afraid of everything all the time? Uh, whenever I get a, go, try to go to the meteor, uh, how do I stop being afraid of shit? Uh, got attacked by like six boars on the way, six different boars. Uh, saw a boar attack a snake. I don't know. Um, yeah, the boar and snake had a fight uh, and got to the, yeah, the fear part uh, and was just sort of standing there the whole time. Like apparently there's, I'm just fucking terrified. I'm like, yeah, go back into the menu and I'm reading the thing. It's like the white circle will fill up and I can see the white circle on the screen. Uh, oh, this big white ball. And I'm like at the white ball. And I'm like, I don't understand. Uh, and it's like, keep, keep like looking, keep identifying things. And eventually you will have solved your fear. And I'm like identifying shit and the white ball isn't filling up at all. And I'm like, I got no idea. And it turns out that, that was not the white ball I was supposed to be looking at. It was a white circle down in the bottom left. But because the game explains things so fucking poorly, I had no idea that the white circle and the white ball were two different things. But when this white circle filled up, another white ball appeared. And I had to go over to that fucking white ball. And then I could conquer my fear. And yeah, I had to look that up online. Like I was at a fucking loss. I'm like... I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. Like, I've read the fucking help thing. I've looked at the fucking white ball. I'm standing on the fucking white ball. It's as full as it's going to get. I keep identifying shit and nothing happens. <laughs> I fucking give up. And I went and looked it up online and they're like, oh, this white circle. I'm like, fucking shitting me. Like, why would you have a white, a big white ball, right? If that's not the white ball you're supposed to be fucking, like, if, just ignore. Like, it doesn't, why does it exist? Why does that white ball exist at all, right? If it's just there to fucking confuse people. Because, like you said last week, they played this. The QA players played it with the fucking <laughs> developers in their fucking pocket. With no, oh, no, not that white ball. Just, look, that's the white circle you're going to fucking deal with. And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Don't worry about it. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we better write in the... The help section, how fear works. Two sentences. Two sentences will fucking wrap this shit up. Don't worry about it. Doesn't matter if they're fucking not terribly clear. So uh, I did that. Got to the meteor and a boa constrictor ate me and I uninstalled the game. <laughs> it's gone. I have deleted it. Uh, because, yeah, I'm like s sitting there like... I had to like inspect the fucking meteor crash site. Yeah, and then I had yeah. to pick up the fucking rock and then inspect the rock. And so I'm like standing there and I'm like, okay, fine. And then I pick up the rock and I'm like inspecting it. I'm holding down inspect. And then the fucking A button comes up. I'm like, what? Why? And I press A. And then like eventually it dawned on me. It was like the dodge A. I'm like, oh fuck, dodge A. But, uh... I'd already taken too much damage hmm. uh, from being attacked by 16 boars on my way to the fucking meteor side. Uh, 
<laughs> so uh, when it hit me, I started bleeding. So I was like, I think it hit me in the neck or some shit. Anyway, hit me and I started bleeding. I dropped the meteor, which was fantastic. Uh, and I'm like, uh, I'm going to grab them. I grabbed the meteor and then I'm just going to fucking run. And I started to run, but uh, I was bleeding too much and I was sort of like slowed to a crawl. And then the bioconstructor got me. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this game. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to get out of it. Like, I've got no idea what I'm ever going to get out of this fucking shit. I hate everything I'm doing in it. Like, I hate every moment of it. I hate fucking, like, making sticks. I hate the process of doing anything in it at all. Fuck it, I'm out. So, uh, yeah. Gonzo. It's uninstalled. Um, Mm. I hate it. Yeah, I uh, I had the same sort of experience with that meteor, except I got attacked by boars. Right, more boars. Uh, yeah. And I think I died, and I don't know where the meteor went. Oh, what nice. you're supposed to do with it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll never know. Uh, I'm pretty close to uninstalling it. As soon as I think I get to a space where I need room for a game, then it's yep. probably gone. I don't know if I'm going to jump back in. I um, I didn't need space. I just didn't want to be able to ever load it up again yeah i wonder i'm gonna hide it from my epic game store somehow i, I jumped it. i tried to look for some guides or something it. like what i should right. be doing and there's like and there's not wasn't a lot that i could find like ign and that had a couple of things up there that talked about what to do and i was like yeah i've done like all this stuff um i watched some i was watching twitch for a while some people running around and they like that, they seem to be quite far in, and they weren't really doing much different to what I was doing. So I was like, "Ah, oh, that's because that's what you like." So yeah, after I found the guide on how to do fear, I like decided to read on a bit, mm. and that's it. That's what you do. Like every you learn stuff by repetition, right? Which makes sense in a edutainment sort of way everyone learns by repetition right but good lord i don't want to stand there hitting fucking rocks on sticks for 16 hours every fucking like life right like oh i better like oh the big tip like in big caps on this tip page was make sure you drink until your drinking circle is green uh, it turns out I hadn't been drinking enough the whole time I'd been playing. You're supposed to sit there and drink for about 90 seconds. Like, literally just stand there in the fucking water drinking for 90 seconds, right? Until you're full of water. Otherwise, you are literally killing yourself in that game. Like, literally pissing away your health. Like, who thought that was a good idea? Who wants to fucking stand there drinking fucking 80 fucking minutes? It's fucking... Oh, I just... I don't get it. Oh, my Lord. I don't understand how anyone fucking thinks... Oh, but not every game has to be fun. Yeah, but it has to have fucking some point. Right? Like, if I evolve... If I spend 10,000 years evolving... And I'm literally the same fucking monkey... A slightly worse monkey at the end... What the fuck was the point then? Right? Like, where, where the fuck is any of this taking me? Fuck that game. Yeah. Fuck Ancestors. And that's the thing, is that <clears throat> you do this evolve thing, you lose everything that you've 
learned, except you can keep two attributes or two things you've learned. What's the point in evolve? I don't understand what the point of evolving was. What did it get me? Nothing. I like I don't know. I don't I know what it did. And not only that, place to be at, I guess. I, I've got no but idea. But the screen, and I don't know if it's because I waited too long to evolve. But that screen, it was up for about four minutes, like calculating all this shit that I've done. Yeah, like, popping up, and I'm like, all right, it's like, oh, you've discovered this thing twenty five thousand years plus. Uh, yep. you know you've done this other thing here uh, here's another 25,000 years plus you've you've earned and, and it sort of shows you a meter of your progress in life compared to what's actually happened in real life like are you beating um, yeah. evolution uh, and, and it's sort of like the, the game is to try and outscore <laughs> like what's happened in life and I just don't like that's the objective that's what you're trying to do um but you evolve and then you lose everything and it just doesn't I don't know what I'm gaining out of doing that it's just really poorly everything's sort of poorly explained as to why you should be doing all this stuff so yeah uh, like I I wish it was better than it was because it seems like there's some really cool systems in there it's just not they're not fun to play and they just don't explain like what you're supposed to be doing properly um, yeah alright so should we move on Let's move on. Uh, just quickly, maybe Dota Underlords. I don't know if you've played any of the new update. I have. Have you? I've played uh, yeah, a couple of games. Um, yeah, they've basically overhauled a, a couple of the systems. One of them is the level five characters are now called like um, like ace characters. And they have an, uh, an extra ability yep. that um, when you synergize with your your team um it gives them like an extra bonus now so um it's kind of an incentive to actually make you go for these characters now as opposed to re-rolling and trying to get three star um characters of lower levels like a um like a level three three star or something like that now it's worth actually trying to grab one of these other ones and like oh okay not only does this character is five star it does a lot more damage it's got more health it's got these um two really good abilities but if you're synergizing with these other characters that it's supposed to work with then it's like here's an extra ability or an extra thing that it'll do with you as well um so that that's kind of one thing they're trying to do and the other thing was they they changed the way that rolling works and the way like the probability of getting certain um level characters works to try and make it so that you've got more opportunity of getting those higher level characters as well um and then the third other big change was they added items into the game that are placeable on the actual game board. Um, and then yeah. just some general like tweaks and nerfs to certain characters and the way they behave. So um, yeah, interesting change. I haven't played it enough to see how it affects the meta because um, mm. I just haven't had the time and playing so much other stuff. But yeah, it seems like a decent, like they're making some changes in there, some big changes. <laughs> So, first of all, they've already had to nerf Enigma. Because mm-hmm. Enigma's ace ability made the Shaman synergy transfer to all all characters on your team. Right, so anytime you hit them, you had like a 17% chance to get chickens. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 10% chance, uh, but oh, okay. with 10 characters on the that. board. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, so they've raised it to 17% now, and they've removed that synergy, uh, which means shamans are useless. Um, but yeah, they, um, yeah, you, you had a 10% chance, but with 10 characters on the board, which is what you needed to reliably attain a fucking ace character, mm-hmm. um, it was essentially a hundred. Uh, like everyone was just a chicken constantly. And, uh, it was, it was pretty ridiculous, but it did actually make, um, yeah, it, it was an interesting path to go down. I think they just saw that the win rate for Enigma was way too fucking high because it was very difficult to do anything about. Uh, you basically, unless you, I think you had to go Warlock Synergy with Disruptor um, to actually have a fucking hope. Cause they or like ma- Assassins and just hope you could create No, No, because the Assassins were like really fucked uh, from certain layer they don't have enough health to live through being a chicken for right. the fucking however many seconds uh, that it was taking. So, um, yeah, they were just getting fucked. Um, but no, Warlock Disruptor was able to um, do, like, create a lot of fucking lifesteal, a lot of um, his big fucking square thing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Able to shut that shit down. Uh, not bad. Uh, they nerfed that, and so Enigma is literally useless now. Uh, and yeah, everyone just got aims for warlocks, basically. Um, I was talking to Jung about this. I think they need to. So you're still seeing a lot of knights. You're still seeing mm-hmm. shitloads of knights, and I think they actually need to nerf knights into the dirt. I think they need to nerf knights into the dirt to the point where they are unpickable and it needs to be it needs to stay that way for a patch or two uh basically just kill knights because the way they act at the moment which is a what is it like 15 percent bonus uh to physical damage and magical reduction magic reduction yeah uh is too strong early game and because underlords is very early game heavy uh like you can establish a strong economy by having a successful early game, there is way too much incentive to force knights. And as it is right now, it's just too, like, it's too disheartening to see players go up and and try to do another, oh, I guess, okay, well, they're doing knights again. Uh, Like, it's, they're literally forming bad habits in players. They're like literally forming bad habits in players. There is heavy incentive to actively go for knights uh, and not try anything else, which is obviously, uh, it's like toxic to the nature of the way the game is supposed to be played. Um, I just, I just get bored now. If I see, like, if I come up against Knights early, I'm like, well, I've lost this round. Uh, I've got, like, I know I've got a, I'm building towards a good team later on. Uh, I'm not, like, forcing anything uh, anymore. I'm just sort of building pieces based on the Holy Trinity. Uh, Trinity, uh, the, um, the damage DPS tank heals. Um, that's, basically what I, I aim for now mm-hmm. uh, and uh, but it doesn't fucking matter because I go up against knights and I just can't do enough damage to actually get through their magical 
resistance uh, and they hit me too too hard um, they, like it's just tedious it's a tedious fight um, the problem is right and so if I next game I'll just force knights right I force knights for I force four knights onto the board because that's all you need for two levels of synergy I can power through and win up until like round 15 mm. when I'm at 50 gold and I can just re-roll into whatever the fuck I want like why wouldn't I just do that why wouldn't everyone just do that right there's I know why I shouldn't do that because I can't stay knights and if I don't get the rolls then I can't switch hard enough right and knights won't win the game in the end usually unless like even even if you do I got a fucking three star dragon knight uh, the other day and he still got fucking belted by warlocks um yeah like at the end of the day knights isn't strong enough they have nerfed knights to the point where they aren't good enough to flat out win every game mm. but they are still strong enough to get you a top two and so top. if you're if you're just trying to grind your way up the ranks mm. then you have every incentive to like it's it's not enough to not win right they have to make it so knights will lose they have to make it so knights will actively lose because otherwise why not why not just go knights why not just do the things that you know will win over and over again until they fail you and that is a bad habit that is a specifically bad habit in a game like underlords so they have to kill the bad habit and the only way to do it kill knights anyway that's my opinion uh that will go over ignored because i'm just a lowly smuggler but uh <laughs> yeah i know i know what i know i know i'm right um yeah i think the problem with uh the problem with win rate balancing which is what it appears they're doing at the moment is they're balancing based on win rates is that it doesn't take a broad enough view right balancing knights so that they no longer appear in the top one all the time hmm. isn't broad enough when you need to balance for them to not appear in the top three all the time uh you need to that's what they need to do they need to look at how often knights will land in the top three and i think they will find that a knight's start like starting with knights will land a player in the top three more often than not because yeah at the end of the day underlords is simply about economy management and knights allows you to economy manage it like a motherfucker mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so what about the uh, new items what, what do you think of them Oh, um, I kind of, like, some of them drive me bananas. The fucking gravestone uh, that makes... Tombstone, yeah. Oh, my Lord. That is a pain in the fucking <laughs> dick. Yeah. Um, Especially if you've that, like, the other player has... Um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Um, the dude who clones himself. Ark Warden. Oh, Ark Warden. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> just spawns two every single time. Like, fortunately, you're no longer terribly incentivized to go for Ark Warden unless you're going Bloodbound. But, um, yeah, holy shit. Yeah, with the grave, uh, the tombstone, yeah, it's heavy duty. The other thing is if you're assassins and they put it in the middle of their fucking space and you jump on their back line and then it doesn't matter like if you die if they die like yeah you're just handing them a bunch of fucking units it is 
rough. I think it should make zombies out of your own units that die and not out of... Like, if if my units die and I've got a tombstone next to me, they should turn into zombies. It should not turn fucking enemies into zombies that fight for you because it's... Yeah, it's pretty rough. Like, and also the other thing is it further incentivizes you to just go warlocks because warlocks don't fucking... Don't tend to move all that much. Uh, they'll just sit in the back line and fucking zap you from afar so they don't get impacted by tombstones at all. Um, The barricades are awesome if you're long-range casting. Uh, They're huge, uh, but the interactions that some characters have with them at the moment are weird. They don't seem to do anything. They put a patch out recently that fixed a bunch of weird things with them. They, yeah, they, they they said they fixed them and they were still buggy in the next patch. So I don't know if there's been a patch since then, but yeah, they're pretty buggy. Um, what else? The target dummy is awesome if you're uh, assassins, um, and if you're a if you've got the blob and you're casting, uh, chuck the target dummy close enough so that the AOE casters will attack the dummy instead and you are golden. Uh, it is a free win, uh, which is always pretty good. And I've gotten the healing thing once and I did not think it was that good. It's 20, 20 health per second, uh, yeah. I think. And it's fine uh, like when you get it around, I think like round 20, but by round 35, it's sort of just an annoyance. Sure. It, I, I just chuck it up the front. Uh, I just chucked it up the front, sorry, uh, like a target dummy because they will still attack it. It doesn't taunt like the target dummy does, but yeah, it'll provide a couple of seconds of distraction, which is fine. It wasn't healing enough to really, yeah, make any difference. Um, but yeah, had some good games. Uh, I've been playing with a bunch of people who are way higher ranked than me, uh, far higher than Smuggler, like a bunch of bosses. And, uh, yeah, I like those games a lot more. People don't force stuff anywhere near as much. Um, I'm sort of hard stuck in Smuggler at the moment because if I lose in the boss games, which makes sense because I'm not boss, um, I don't lose as much, but I still lose a fair fucking chunk. Um, So, yeah, I just keep fucking... I'll I'll win some, I'll lose some, I'll move nowhere. Oh, that's what... It's what it is. Yeah. I just don't have, I just don't want to play on my own basically. And so if I'm not playing on my own, I'm playing at whatever rank everyone else is. I'd have to actively play a bunch of games at Smuggler to right. get out of Smuggler, I guess. And I just find it dumb. Maybe we should team up. Maybe. Are you, are you hard stuck <laughs> Smuggler as well? I think I'm in Smuggler still. I haven't played for a while, ranked. Yeah. I think I was, when I was playing, I think I was just playing bots or something like that. I was just checking out. Um, I think I'm still in Smuggler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cool. I, but I think they're good changes. Or like, they're just throwing some weird shit out there. Um, hopefully I think, it's, I think throwing weird shit out there is a good idea. Um, yeah. I want to get, I want the Underlords to come out. I want that shit to kick in already. I want to see mm-hmm. what they're doing there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Just quickly, I didn't put a game down here. Uh, okay. I didn't. Uh, Apex Legends. Um, mm. I played a bit of this yesterday. New patch dropped. This I saw week. you online. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is my. Uh, I'm going to test the internet and see 
Yep. <laughs> my packet loss is. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Um, <clears throat> how's the yes. uh, how how's the NA? Uh, how many wins did you get? I didn't get any wins. Oh no! But I got a couple of old. Don't have old Joe better carry the fucking wins. Oh, how the worm has turned! I think all three games that I played, or four (laughs) games that I played, I was above a K damage, and like everybody else was like a hundred damage or something. I'm like, cool, all right, fair enough. Maybe I should play ranked. That's what it Um, is. You need all your old pal Jobo to be doing two hundred damage. Yes, that's how you get the win. Um, so they've got a new like uh, timed event running at the moment, which is like shotguns and snipers. Right. Um, I jumped in and played a game of that. I, uh, I jumped in and played just some regular old Apex Legends, and they've got this event running um, where there's some sort of like warp gate thingy, the, the kind of that uh, the avoid the wraith users i guess it's a yep. void um yep. and if you drop into it in the map it teleports you to a different location um right. i haven't gone into it yet because sure. i don't know if you've seen the videos but it's fucking nuts um and i think this is a problem that the game's got is that they're adding these events or like weird things into the map and because that's the new thing like that's where everybody's going kind of like when they did Octane's um, gauntlet. It was like you dropped there, and that first day was fucking hot. Like eighty percent of the map was dropped in there. Um, But also because they had it tied to uh, like uh, weekly challenges and things like that as well. So like, not only is like this is where people want to go to check out the new area, but it's tied to being able to progress in the weekly um, or the daily challenges. And so like everybody's going there. I think they, these are problems. Um, I don't, did you see these videos of like when they first dropped this patch and just what was going no. on? It's fucking no. nuts. Like, yeah. literally the whole server is dropping in this one spot. Uh, <laughs> I think like it's a cool, like it's a cool idea, but it's just it's, not working in practice. We've been saying that's what they've been like. That's the sort of stuff they've been needing to do for fucking yonks. This sure. wacky zany shit, right? To get people interested in different locations on the map, right? But I think it's more of a they they can't do one at a time. Like it can't be like right. that. They they can't just put in like here's a new location or here's some gimmicky thing that's going on. Like it needs to be the the big like season patch that they did where it's like fucking everything's underwater now and uh, yeah. well not underwater but like here's a bunch of different locations. I think by adding just one place every week or two, it's yeah. just forcing players to go to that spot. Um, like a lot of them, and so you end up with these games where most of the server is dead within the first two minutes. Yeah. And so you're running yeah. around not getting in fights and whatnot. Uh, yeah, if you get a chance, go to Reddit and just check out like some of these fights that are going. People were just going Octane because um, this this void gate had put you into this room and all of a sudden there's like fucking 30 people there. And so Octanes were just throwing down their gas traps and people were just dying. There's like a video of a dude getting like fucking Me 15 kills. Yeah, yeah sorry, Caustic. Yeah. Um, putting his like Nox traps down and yeah. it's just him getting um, gas kills like yeah, so many gas kills or just punching people because there's no weapons down there for people to fight with oh right uh, well not enough for that many people yeah. Um, so yeah I think that's a hopefully they learn after this one that maybe it's not or at least they learn from these last two events they've done that maybe it's not a great way to do it this way uh, right. but I like their thinking of 
putting like injecting new content into it um it's just that it's the map is too small and that when you've got a plane going or the the ship going over the top of the map and the majority of people going to that one location it ends up in a different style of game because most of those people are dead now um, yeah so anyway um i think they made a bunch of sort of like tweaks to weapons and things like that uh really small stuff but otherwise yeah uh, i had fun playing it was it was a good time um, cool so yeah i don't know nice. i've seen any of those changes but no still going cool uh what else we got here you've been playing some vr games i have i've been playing blade and sorcery uh so this is a it's been a uh, pretty popular for a little while uh it's a physics-based uh like sword and magic game uh blade and sorcery it's very clever of you Joe, to just switch the two words um <laughs> So I got into it because I saw a fucking video of a Star Wars mod oh. and uh, I'm like, yep, that's it. That's all I needed. That's enough for me. I'm in. Um, so I jumped it, uh, jumped in, got the mods that I needed to play it and it's fucking nuts, man. Like that's some shit. Uh, it doesn't like, there's no like Star Wars levels or anything, but it does like spawn a bunch of people and they've all got lightsabers and you can get a lightsaber and you got to turn the lightsaber on and off like you can turn the lightsaber on and off which is rad and um yeah you gotta go like you go get your lightsabers you go into the the game world and then yeah you, you kick off and uh yeah it's basically just like you've got a lightsaber and you like parry and you can like stab people you can chop their heads off uh doesn't like it's still doing a lot of the um still like it's not a full conversion or anything it's just uh basically they've added lightsabers they've added the ability to like force choke and mm. that's about it uh but that's not to take anything away from it it's just they haven't gone that far yet uh, it is a fucking bananas game, though. I mean, even without the fucking lightsabers and shit, the the stuff you can do. Uh, I was, I definitely, I worked out that I would be all dark side. I'd be one thousand percent Sith if I was <laughs> in the Star Wars universe and I had force powers because it's just too much fun. Holy shit, you are like, even without like, I couldn't get the fucking force choke telekinesis shit to work for a little while uh but even without it right i was able to like fucking disarm an enemy right and then grab them and uh i don't know if everyone is i don't know if it's reading my height incorrectly or whatever but i'm definitely taller than most of the people uh most of the characters that you fight and so you can like literally walk up to them and grab them by the fucking throat and then just lift them up. Like, not force grab. Literally just regular old grab with the grab button. You grab them by the throat. And you walk them over to a fucking, like, spiky wall. And just fucking shove them into the wall. Right? And they'll obviously die. Or the other thing I, I, I was doing is I would uh, grab them. And then I'd lift them up. And then I'd turn my lightsaber off. And then I'd put it in their stomach. Like just the fucking the hilt and then i turn it on and the fucking lightsaber would like shoot through them and then i'd lift them up on the fucking on the lightsaber and just fucking dump them on the ground 
Uh, or you can like, you can Jedi jump where you jump pretty high. Right. Uh, so I would grab him, jump really high, and then just fucking throw him into the ground. Uh, what else? Uh, you can like tell no. It's it's you got to hold to move. All right. So you don't teleport move. You like walk around in the game. It's okay. not. Uh, the jumping actually makes me feel a little uh, motion queasy um, because of the speed of it. But the regular regular movement around the map is uh, the right speed, in my opinion, to not make me want to fucking hurl. Um, yeah, so there's that. What else is there? Oh, yeah. You can, uh, you can force grab. Like, even when you can't force grab your enemies hmm. you can force grab the lightsabers and shit so uh that's pretty rad uh just like i uh, spent quite a lot of time i got my fucking got my controllers and i like just fucking grab a fucking lightsaber from across the the way and then i'll like fling it on fucking luke skywalker style just fucking chop cunts or you leave it on and then you throw it away and then when the next person comes up to you you grab it and it comes back to you and it just sort of slices through them which is sick I haven't really mastered the ability to like throw it out and then bring it back like spinning style with the old uh, Jedi Academy trick mm. uh, I haven't really mastered that but uh, yeah can you otherwise you can dual wield <laughs> uh, you can dual wield fucking Darth Maul lightsabers oh, uh, it's, it's goofy uh but you can do it um what else you can like you can turn the so obviously you regularly hold the fucking lightsaber so the blade is going up from your your hand but you can like chuck it up in the air and grab it so it's like facing downwards if you want uh yeah like you turn it on and off at a whim um so you can use that to sort of like fake your enemy out uh, uh, what else? When there's, when like the enemies will dual wield sometimes and, uh, they're kind of tricky to deal with. I've found, uh, most of, most of my deaths come at the hands of dual wielders because, uh, I guess I'm just not that good. Uh, you can slow down time, but I never use it. So, uh, instead I'll just sort of, what I like to do is you've got forced lightning and uh, when they swing, you can lightning them, and that'll stun them. And then I'll just fucking stab them in right. the fucking head. Um, yeah, cavitate, all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, once you get the force, uh, force grabbing stuff going on, that like the whole game changes again, and suddenly you're just like fucking ragdoll cunts all over the place, just fucking bleep, bleep, throwing them into walls. Throwing up into the sky, throwing them up and trying to catch them on your lightsaber, um, or like baseball swing them into the into fucking half, uh, all kinds of shit. I would absolutely be Sith, one hundred percent, because yeah, I'm just I just have way too much fun killing people with lightsabers and force powers. It's and if yeah, if I was like in the Jedi universe. Man, like imagine landing on fucking landing with a bunch of Gungans. Like, how fast would you go ham killing a bunch of Gungans the moment one of them talk spoke? You'd be like, "This is happening, motherfuckers!" Like, let's go! Oh, I can't believe it! Yes, this is it! 
I can't believe I lucked out, right? I was <laughs> I was afraid you'd be likable. But no, this is happening, baby. Yeah, there's always a bigger fish. I'm the bigger fish. Anyway, uh, good times. <laughs> um, and what else? I did the... I, I spent a little bit of time with the regular weapons as well, and uh, but with the force powers. Right. You pick someone up and you grab a spear and you fucking throw the spear and it goes through them and stabs them into a fucking wall. And they're sort of like stuck against the wall. And I don't die immediately. That shit's messed up. So then you like walk up with an axe and fucking lop their head off. It's wild. That game's fucking bananas. Uh, there's like, it's it's just like waves. You're just killing waves yep. uh, of enemies at this point. But uh, it's still <clears throat> out of control. Yeah, it's still really good. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, uh, next up, uh, headphones. Yeah, let's talk about the Rig 700. Uh, so I'm wearing them right now. The Rig 700 HD, I think it's called. Uh, I should know better. I should know more about these things. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I've switched them. They're wi- wireless headphones. Uh, obviously, uh, Rig is the Plantronics. Mm-hmm. brand um and yeah they're a good pair of headphones um so they're a little bit down from the 800 and what they're trying to do is make like a medium range set of headphones um so somewhere between the 800s and and their lower uh price range like the 400s and stuff but uh the trick with the 700s is obviously that they're fully wireless uh and uh lighter than the 800s um they do like all the stuff you would expect um they do like 3d audio and all that kind of stuff uh but they got like a dongle thing so you got to plug a dongle dongle into your computer uh and it's not just a wireless receiver so i've got the uh, my other headphones that i've currently replaced other logitech g35s so the G35s have a USB dongle or mm-hmm. like Bluetooth receiver, right? Which makes sense. Um, they The rigs aren't just that. They're also, um, I can't remember the fucking term for it, but it's also like the sound processing unit. So uh, the, the fucking, the Logitech ones are like fucking this big right they're literally just a bluetooth receiver yeah uh, that that's obviously the receiver for my mouse not for the headphones but um obviously that doesn't translate to audio which is how 99 percent of people uh get this fucking podcast but anyway it's tiny right it's the size of my fucking little fingernail uh which Shh. i need to trim um but yeah uh <laughs> it's the size of my fucking fingernail and it it it's literally just there to receive Bluetooth signal. That's not what's going on with the rig. They're audio processing and stuff uh, through the dongle. Uh, so it's got optical out as well. So I think that's uh, a large portion of why it's able to do uh, more robust sound related things uh, mm-hmm. because uh, the Logitechs, are, they're doing it, all that stuff using software only while uh, they've sort of palmed a bunch of stuff. Uh, the rig has palmed a bunch of stuff off to the the dongle itself so they use that um you're able to plug the the pc version into the xbox uh because it uses the same 
all the same technology and stuff. Uh, it's all like Windows based apparently, but you can't plug it into the PlayStation and have it work. Uh, mm. The reason they do that is because they were saying that basically uh, what they need to do is overcome the predilection of the consoles to favor their um, controllers over the headphones because it creates lag, uh, sound lag. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because as it is, the consoles correctly uh, favor the controllers. They want as little lag as possible. But yeah, it just naturally creates a situation where there's a bunch of lag in the sound. Uh, unless they add a dongle so they added this dongle but there have to be different ones for the playstation and the xbox because right. the proprietary sound stuff or whatever the fuck that they use there uh it doesn't really matter for pc um it's nice that i could use it on xbox yeah uh what i will say is that the fucking bluetooth receiver on this thing is a thousand times better than my logitech um i could actually i basically can't go more than five meters away from my uh computer with the logitechs on yeah uh, without losing the signal um it will like straight up just lose signal and i can't hear anything anymore so all the times that i'd run off to the bathroom while we're playing PUBG or whatever the fuck Hmm. uh, i wouldn't be able to hear while i was in the bathroom uh it's a terrifying fucking proposition to not be able to hear what's going on because you're I am generally just concerned <laughs> that when I come back, I'll be dead. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it only has to happen a couple of times before you're pretty convinced it's going to happen every time. Um, and it's definitely happened more than a couple of times to me. But uh, yeah, so yeah, you basically, you've got this like set of headphones. They, they last 12 hours. The only problem, like not the only problem, my biggest problem is that they don't auto turn off. Uh, so they don't seem to I'm, I'm not sure if I'm just like if it's just extremely smart but it has like a on message and an off message and uh, I left them on overnight on overnight and I came back and uh, I didn't get an off like when I thought I had to turn them back on again it turned it off uh, so I don't know if that's I don't know how the battery is going to go on that but it basically I think I need to turn it off when I'm not using it whereas the G35s will auto turn off if they don't detect any sound signal after a certain amount of time mm. which is bad if you leave, if like I leave them on and uh, some sort of YouTube is playing in the or some fucking ad is playing on a website when I go away from my computer uh, but if I turn my computer off the headphones will auto turn off and it saves a lot of battery um so that's annoying. Compared to the 800s, apparently 800s have 24 hours. These have 12 hours. So far, right, I did leave them on all day, uh, all night last night. Uh, and when I, I I charged them for about half an hour before this podcast, I'm mildly concerned that they're going to shit the pan- their pants at some point. But <laughs> when I turn them back on again, they said the battery level was high. So uh, fingers yeah. crossed that doesn't happen. Uh, they've been going pretty strong so far. Um if I yeah, the only other thing I don't really like about them, they're fucking light as fuck. Like compared to the fucking Logitechs, I would say they're about like half the fucking half the weight, which is insane, right? Like the Logitechs are chunky fucking monkeys, but yeah, these things 
I mean, I guess that was the upside of the Brig 400s that we used to have as well. Like, mm-hmm. they're just fucking super light, um, which is awesome. Because it means you can wear them for longer without, you know, noticing that they exist. They've got really good passive fucking noise cancelling and stuff. Um, my least favorite thing about them from a uh, immediate perspective is the, the fucking scrolling the volume button. Mm. Is isn't like a very smooth fucking like scroll. Sure, and it doesn't like it's very. You really got to fucking move that shit. Um, and yeah, it's pretty nitpicky, but it doesn't like it makes it feel less premium, I guess, compared to the fucking G thirty fives, which is really it's a really good scroll action uh, that feels really good to do. Um, right. They come with a fucking mic. But mm-hmm. obviously, I've already got a mic, so I don't fucking need that shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, how do you, how do you charge it? Oh, with a, like, micro USB? Oh, okay. Micro? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, from that, like, they're, they're just, they're solid fucking headphones. Um, mm-hmm. They have been really good sound wise so far. Uh, and, yeah, I'm yet to, what I want to do is test them in something like uh, uh, Rainbow, maybe Rainbow 6. Rainbow's good, yeah. Rainbow would be a good one um, to, yeah. Sort of just get a good idea of how the audio in it really works. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, do you know how much they are? No. I sure don't. Fucking good one, Joe. <laughs> You're on point. I'm yeah. fucking all over this shit. Uh, maybe someone will know. JB Hi-Fi has a page for them. Price guarantee, 200 bucks. All right. All right. Uh, so to compare, I'm using the Astro A50s, um, yeah. which uh, they have a charging dock. Yeah. Um, that can be a bit finicky to sort of get it on the right sort of where it needs to be sometimes. Yep. Um, so that that's one thing I don't like about them is that that dock can be just a pain. Like you think you've got it on there, you get you get up the next morning and you fucking your headphones haven't been charged. Um, the good thing is though that uh, you're talking about like not sure if they're on or off. If they've got like a, um, I think they've got like a if they're tilted in a certain way, they automatically turn off. So if you put them oh, yeah. down on your, your desk and they're yep. laying flat, then they'll just switch off automatically. Um, which That's is pretty cool. Good. Yeah. Um, uh, otherwise it's the same sort of functionality you're talking about. Like you can, I can use these on my consoles, um, without any issues. Uh, you yep. can, uh, set them up. So they've got 3d, stereo or 3d sound um so i use that for it's i think the game for me that's really noticeable is yeah rainbow six because yep. it's really important to have depth in that game and it's really well done like you can tell when someone's above you or behind a wall and when things like the way the sound travels in that game is really good whereas in uh pub i turn them off because the sound engine in that game is terrible <laughs> so like it yep. just depends on the game you're using um, yeah right yeah, so maybe tinker around with that a bit, but PUBG don't use it um, unless yeah. they fix the sound engine. But I generally turn it Good off. Yeah, so 
not great. Um, but most of the time, like the batteries on these ones last me quite a while. Yeah. So I can generally go an entire day and yep. they're fine. Um, and that's usually, a, you know, and if they're not fine, then I'll chuck them on the charger for half an hour and I'll just switch headphones and they're, they're yeah. good to go again. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're a bit more expensive. They range from like 450 Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the thing, right? You're yeah. looking at twice the price. Yeah. Which is, uh, these, like, just having a squiz at JB and these, like, the cheapest fucking wireless headphones yeah. you can get. I guess because the the thing that sort of jacks the price up as well is that, like, not, not a lot of them are doing the Dolby surround. Um, yeah. There's a couple of them are starting to do it now. Yeah. Um, but they're just still generally pretty hefty in price. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you get what you pay for. I mean, there was... Um, didn't Atmos require some sort of fucking crazy license fee or some shit when it first came out? Still does, I think. Really? Fucking Jesus I think it still Christ. does, yeah. That's wild. Uh, that yeah, crazy. sorry. These ones are Dolby Atmos. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the difference is. Right. For some reason, I just opened a pack of Mentos and I was like, I'm going to have one, but that's a, that's a bad idea. Yeah, that would <laughs> like be, in the that middle would be of odd. podcasting. That would be an odd choice. Yeah. So now I'm like trying to jam it back into the packet, which is good. <laughs> Um, all right, what else we got here? A couple more games. Uh, Dark uh, Pictures, Man of Medan. Man of Medan, Man of Medan, Man of Medan. Yeah, you, you talked about this one last week, um, which is the <clears throat> sort of the follow-up or successor to Until Dawn, which was a game we really liked. Um, this one is published by Namco Bandai or Bandai Namco, whichever way you want to say it. Um, it's also not a Sony game in particular, but it's by, by uh, Supergiant. Supergiant? Supermassive. One of those two. Uh, let me check. Man of Medan. Supermassive games. Um, Supermassive. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, like a horror sort of anthology series that they're kind of doing. Um, you had some criticisms last week about sort of the style of it. Like it, it's a... Until Dawn was these, you were following these teenage kids around that went to a cabin in the woods and uh, it really fit that sort of the writing they were going for um, and sort of the vibe. Whereas this one is following some teenage, not really teenagers, more like college kids, right? Both of them were sort of like college kids um, or late, late high school kids. Um, This is very similar as well. Like it's following some, uh, some older, some adults that uh, are on a boat and something goes wrong. And yeah, you kind of choose your own adventure, your way out of it by switching between characters and sort of role-playing your way through the game. Um, I don't, you, you talked about how last week you played it with your wife. Um, yeah. But the way that you played it was she like she would make decisions but you would control the game um yeah. so i played it by uh i think it's called movie night in the game the way movie oh, yeah. night works is it's like a passer controller um you select what character you want to be or how many people you want to play with um it's up to i think there's five characters within the game mm-hmm. um you basically uh you know, you say how many people are going to be playing and then they all choose a character. And anytime that character is 
uh, in the game to interact with or to move around the environment with, that's when you pass the controller along and they can kind of make decisions and progress the story. Um, and it's sort of supposed to be like a uh, like a film, but with some interactivity and like you choose your own adventure t- style. Um, you know, decisions sort of affect the way the story plays out. Uh, so the problem with that I've got with this particular mode is it seems too difficult um, for a movie night, like what they considered calling a movie night experience. Yeah. Like if you were to get a bunch of friends around and mm. be like, all right, we're going to set up this movie night thing um, and we're going to try and play it. I feel like a lot of them wouldn't have much fun or they wouldn't enjoy it. The interactivity yeah. part of it. Um, Cause the quick time events in it fucking brutal. Yeah. I've been struggling on some of them. Um, and there, there's not a way to change it or like to tweak it a little bit. There, there's an option in the menu um, to disable like the time limit on, I guess the timeout on the quick time events, but that's single player right. only. So only if you're playing by oh. yourself, uh, which is strange because in a movie night setting, you feel like there'd be more people I mean, there's more of a chance of you just like, hey, getting a bunch of friends around, people that don't normally yeah. play video games. Like, it's that type of thing where it's um, uh, Jackbox Party Pad or something like where you get people around that haven't don't really play video games or or mm. not as like hardcore into video games, and you can still have fun and play them with play games with them. This is sort of like that, but they haven't thought about that audience at all. They like completely miss that. Um, yeah, and so they treat it as in. Like you're going to have the fucking reflexes and know exactly what button to press in a split second. And if you don't do that, bad shit's going to happen. Um, and so, yeah, I just watching my wife play it. Like she plays video games and she can, she struggles sometimes to hit those quick time events. Um, yeah. Like I've had situations where I've struggled to quickly press the right button or I've just hit it right into the right time. And fucking, some of them are really quick. Like, it seems a lot quicker than what it was in Unto oh, definitely, definitely quicker. Yeah. Um, and so the problem there becomes is like, now we've had characters die and so she's down to playing one character and I've now got three still. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> all right, well, so she's not in as enjoying the gameplay aspect as much because like getting frustrated with just being punished for the game being difficult for no reason other than to, yeah. Um, like at a point it stops becoming a choose your own adventure and you're just having characters die because you weren't quick enough. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you haven't made yeah. bad choices. You've just, you weren't, your reactions were too slow or you didn't know what button to press because you don't play console games as much as someone else or maybe you play on an xbox and they play on a playstation generally and so the button names are different but it also like it also positions it as a failure state as well like it actually specifically like pits Hmm. her reactions against yours because uh like you're actively having people stay alive or die based on those reaction times based on that success or failure which is inherently worse like it's inherently worse because now yeah she's less incentivized to play because she's going to have less play time so yeah. she's spending more and more time just watching and like 
she's less involved in in the actions like they have literally separated her engagement with the game into the life and death of those characters whereas like playing it my way hmm. uh means that we're both pretty invested uh or fairly invested in what happens or what goes down because we're both like as invested as we ever were like if sure. anyone dies then they like they die for the team the team loses that as opposed to the individual character which yeah is why yeah i thought pi um movie night mode was a mistake in general hmm. yeah yeah and um so we start i started playing it differently at the start of the game to where i'm at now we were kind of playing it as like the correct way to play it or like how would you make like making the right choices as opposed to what are interesting choices i guess yeah. um and so like there were situations where there'd be two characters for instance um trying to barricade a door and one of them my choice was to keep barricading the door or just fucking run and so one of my characters was trying to barricade the door and the other character was my wife's character and so i just left her character there and just fucking bailed and so like those are the interesting choices right um because i've screwed over her character but yeah. and then like what that kind of leads to and and things can kind of happen in terms of that story um which are inter- more interesting than just trying to play it as in like i'm gonna try and make everyone survive and making correct decisions uh but then at the end of the day like that decision uh, like i don't know how it would turn out the other way but yeah all of a sudden maybe later on down the track she's got to make you know she's being chased by somebody and she's got to quickly press the right you know seven buttons in the correct order at fucking split second and if she doesn't then her character dies and it's like that's not fun yeah <laughs> like you've rather than yeah making it be about a choice or making a wrong choice you've come down to how good are you at a game how like yeah split second reactions and that's not yeah i think it's a mistake uh so on top of that i think the um story is nowhere near as good as the last game um, yeah it feels like very that's what i was saying it feels too. very um I guess it feels like you're running down corridors, which is kind of fitting because you're on a fucking boat. And so you are literally running down corridors for a lot of it. And it can be very hard to sort of uh, navigate these corridors, like trying to figure out where you're supposed to go next. Like it'll, like the camera will show you down this hallway and you mm-hmm. don't know if you're supposed to go at the end, like left or right. Or all of a sudden your guy's kind of just standing at a wall and like, oh, that's not the door. Okay, so you turn around and go through the other direction. Um, so I think the camera angles are a bit funny. It's, it's like, it looks really pretty in some instances. Like it's a good looking game in some spots and in other spots you're like, Oh lady, don't smile. Like your, <laughs> your, your face looks horrendous. Yeah. Um, it's got that like uncanny Valley look oh, about yeah. some of those characters. And the other times you're like, that's a really good shot. The game looks impressive. Um, I like how they sort of, they do weird things with, um, like the environment and showing you like you'll see something for a split second and you'd be like did did you see that like was that something in the corner over there and they'll be like no i didn't see anything and you can like yeah anyway but like that seems to happen a lot where you'll see something really briefly for a second like a character Mm -hmm. someone standing in a fucking corner and the camera will just like pan away from it because you've 
you've moved over to the next screen. Um, so I like that it does like that sort of stuff. It's really cool. Um, like it, it sort of rewards you to pay attention and um, like in a movie night setting, that sort of like that sort of stuff is really fascinating to you know see how many people actually spotted that. Um, yeah, man, and just like some of the the way it's telling the story, um, it does things like you'll go through an area and um, you know you'll be interacting with characters, but they're not really there, or like you'll it'll loop back on itself and it sort of replays over and over and things sort of change as you progress through these levels. Um, so that's the, that like that stuff I'm really enjoying, but the overall story like it hasn't grabbed me as much. It does yeah. this um, this uh, like narrator guy that sort of breaks up all the chapters. I don't think it's anywhere near as good as what was in the last game in you know, Until Dawn, yeah. um, where uh, I like I don't feel like this guy's Peter adding Stormar. anything to it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Peter Stormare was like a really cool character. It was asking yeah. you questions in that. Those and it was leading that, to stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it like whereas I don't feel like this is leading to anything. No. Yeah. Um, the other it thing sort that of I, feels like they feel like they have to do that kind of stuff now or whatever. Yeah, it would, like it would have been cool to have him come back, <laughs> like just get him back. Right. But at the end of the day, I don't think this is this is obviously not a Sony. Like Until Dawn could be a Sony product for all we know. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. But the other thing it's I'm not a fan one. of is the. Um, it, until dawn had these moments in the game where you could find these items and it would sort of give you a look into the future in order to save yourself like don't make the wrong decision in yep. this game it does something similar where you're finding um like paintings i don't know what the fuck any of these paintings mean most of the time like 100 yeah. percent of the time i don't know what it's trying to tell me it's normally about two three seconds long and i there's not like there's not enough in them to actually give you any indicator. It's literally just showing you how you will die. Could die, yeah. Like will probably die to like after you have passed the point of no return anyway. Like this yeah. it doesn't show you the the trigger action that will cause you to die. It shows you you dying. Yeah. It's, so it's does not it, helpful. But does it show you dying, or is it showing you a way to survive? Uh, I thought it was showing you dying. Okay, fair enough. I like because I, I just couldn't get an idea of what it was showing you exactly, mm. or whether or not it was telling you to do this or something else. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, so like, I'm I'm definitely mediocre on this game so far. Uh, I'm interested to see sort of what the how the story sort of pans out. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's. I don't think it's anywhere near as good as Until Dawn at this stage. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Right. Um. All right. Telling lies. Oh, speaking of games that aren't as good as its predecessor. <laughs> uh. No, nah, Telling Lies is awesome. Uh, it wasn't as good as her story by any by any measure, but um, it is still fantastic. I'm so glad I played it. Uh, so glad I experienced it. Um, I played it with my wife again. All right. Um, it's a long session. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, we played it over two sessions, uh, but yeah, two six-hour sessions. Um, yeah, so basically, first things first, uh, I managed to get the Steam Link app on my uh, TV working, uh, which was fantastic. So that was a good heads up, JB. Um, basically, my Samsung TV has a fucking app on it. The really? Steam Link. 
Yeah, and huh. that's all I needed to play games on my fucking TV from my computer. Uh, computer's doing all the fucking hard work. TV is just displaying shit. It's playing over wireless, so I probably wouldn't play any fucking Twitch shooters on it. But uh, yeah, I can use like went and bought a new fucking keyboard, like wireless keyboard and mouse combo um, because I lost the lost a bunch of buttons on my old one, hmm. and one of those buttons in particular was the right arrow button, sure. uh, which is sort of important in telling lies. Uh, first thing I did. After playing with my wife for about 15 minutes was I went and downloaded that mod you were talking about <laughs> to make scrolling back to the start of a fucking video less of a ball ache because good God, what a fucking nightmare. Um, yeah, I don't understand why they wouldn't include it. I understand wanting people to play in a certain way, but uh, yeah, Jesus Christ, they, yeah. There's no way that that's the appropriate way to fucking play shit. Uh, especially a couple of those, a couple of the things we landed on absolutely uh, put us uh, like fucking... Whoosh, at the end of the video. Right, right at the end of the video. Yeah. And you're like, uh, well, okay, well, that, was, that would be pointless. Anyway, uh, fantastic acting. Like, constantly amazed at how good the acting was considering how long some of those takes were. Uh, the little girl in it is fucking spectacular. She does an awesome job. Um, yeah, so that's like that was awesome. Uh, yeah, Logan Marshall Green. We went, we watched Upgrade, uh, which is that um, Lee One L mm-hmm. film starring Logan Marshall Green. Afterwards, get get a bit more Marshall <laughs> Green action. Uh, and then you watch The Invitation. I think he was in the Invitation, right? He was in that. Yeah, yeah and uh, Spider Man. No, <laughs> <laughs> fucking I'll tell you what Upgrade is way gorier than I remember it being good god yeah some of the shit that happens in that film uh but yeah, yeah. Uh, no telling lies yeah I think my biggest problem with it is that it didn't really set goals very well it didn't really set my goals super well and so I was sort of just sort of like left to do stuff like mm. it sort of just like went okay well here you go like do do what do what you can i guess um see how you go uh it didn't really tell me what i was trying to find it didn't tell me like what i was chasing down in particular i didn't set a fucking end state for me and i understand having finished it now that it mm. was deliberately not trying to do that but when we were about 60% of the way through the game, uh, we were pretty close to stopping. We were pretty close to like giving up. Not because we'd hit a wall, but mostly because we didn't know, like we'd sort of found out. My wife was pretty satisfied with the information we'd found. Yeah. Right? Like we'd found a storyline that seems pretty, fairly comprehensive, Uh, And we had a decent idea of where it had gone uh, and we were fine with what we'd found, right? We weren't, uh, there wasn't, because there was no end goal, because there was no like find out what happened on this day, November 2018, right? Like the last game, which was like a, sort of like a murder mystery type thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because it didn't set that, right? Uh, we were like, okay, well, I guess it ends at 
April 20, 2018, right? Like, I guess it must end around there. And then it was only because uh, my wife was doing, I was I was doing the typing stuff and my wife was doing all the fucking writing and stuff. Uh, like, all the note-taking and stuff. Um, because of that, uh, basically, we were like about to finish, about to wrap it up. And I was like, was there, was there any words, like any keywords that you really wanted me to search that we didn't search? And she said one. And obviously I won't say it. But uh, she said one and uh, it was like a uh, whole new game. It opens up and nothing. Yeah, holy shit. Uh, like this fucking, we thought we'd been all the way down this rabbit hole and we had no idea how Are you not taking actually notes? fucking went. Yeah, we, yeah, we're taking notes. Okay. Uh, we took a bunch of notes, which is why we were able to, I think in our, by our measure, like solve the story to the extent that we did. Right. But, um, yeah, we, uh, yeah, this one, this one keyword basically, added 40% to the game. Um, yeah, I think the lack of actual direction is probably my biggest criticism of telling lies. Mm -hmm. Uh, it seems like it wants you to like, I believe we got, we watched 70% of the videos because it does a report at the end of the, like once you, once the credits roll, uh, it'll, you can go to your report and you can find out how much you'd, you'd seen of, and yeah, I think we did 70% of the videos. Um, we focused on, uh, I can't remember her name now, the um, the music girl. Hmm. Focused on her, our motivations were apparently political, uh, and yeah. Um, I don't know that we uncovered everything. Um, I'm not interested in playing through the game again to find what we missed necessarily, sure. but I am interested in watching like a YouTube video or some shit to find out what we missed. Yeah. You know? I feel like it's the type of game where, um, it's, it's not like a horror story where there's a definitive end and like, ah, yeah. you've solved the mystery. This is more like a story that's been broken up into sort of like three storylines, um, yeah. between all these characters. And once you get to sort of the, the, and like so what's what's considered the end video, then you get an idea of the entire arc of it. Yeah. There's no like ah oh, revelation that that's kind of what it was leading up to. It's just telling you this entire movie that's split up into sections. And I don't yeah. think yeah. Um, so I don't think going back is going to really like give you more of an idea of like it's just going to fill in bits and pieces like small bits. Yeah, in, in, fill like, in tiny to these gaps. Characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't really do much with the chick from Westworld at all. I didn't find, like, I didn't see what the point of her storyline really was. Okay. Um, in the grander scheme of things, um, obviously later on, yeah. uh, it made a little bit more sense, but yeah, like ultimately I don't think she added that much and mm. I didn't really understand why, uh, Logan Marshall Green's character had the relationship that he did with her. Um, right. Okay. What else? Uh, yeah, that's a bit like uh, it's it's 
obviously tricky to talk about without spoiling shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, the whole thing is a story. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is one massive story. Uh, I do think it's absolutely worth playing. It isn't as good as her story, but it is still great. Um, so, I, yeah, I think everyone should check it out 100%. Um, and I'm glad I played it. And my wife absolutely fucking loved it. She wants to, like, she wants to go back in and play it. Uh, but because we're playing through Steam Link, she can't play it without taking over my entire fucking computer. So uh, I won't allow that. Is it not uh, on... Um, I guess you have to buy it again, right? I thought it was on iOS or something like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's uh, it's awesome. It's a, it's a great game, yeah. Needed, yeah, better direction, I think. Like a better fucking... I just her story really set goals way yeah. better I think it's just because it's it's her story's trying to tell a specific story and yeah. this one is is more like if a it was like narrative. a yeah it's just like a narrative thing or you're just filling in the blanks um, and I yeah. think if they did like a you know like a Shyamalan style thing like that like ah oh, there's a big twist at the end then yeah that could sort of elevate sort of what it was trying to do but I don't, that's not yeah. what they were trying to do they were trying to um, a bunch of really talented actors together to try and tell a portray a movie uh, like a long form movie in a, a different way. Um, what would you think of like the sort of the um, interactions between the characters and like watching one video and then like finding the other half of that later on? Like, uh, oh, I almost always immediately tri- like attempted to find the other half like immediately uh tried to find the other half even if i was halfway down a specific thread right if i found one half of video i'd always try to find the other one Mm -hmm. um we would search i I thought they did a spectacular job of giving you ways to find those those ones the only one that i thought was really tricky and really well done was i didn't find the second half of the first video until we were about 80% of the way through the fucking game. Uh, so the first video that you watch, which obviously there are five videos that you could watch at the start, but, uh, if you start from the left, uh, which I think is the logical place to start. Um, yeah, I didn't find the other half of that one for fucking yonks. I don't even know. Uh, I have to go back and, I'd have to go back and yeah. look. But uh yeah, it was pretty like that was that was pretty cool when we when we stumbled across that one. Um that was pretty rad. And uh yeah. I think that was actually what led us to it might have even been the the like the trigger that end ended the game for us. Like it led to all of the pieces falling into place. Uh for us to get to the final end state of the game. Yeah. But uh yeah. Did you find the uh, the fairy tale um, conversations with the daughter? Yeah, yeah, that were good. That were good. Yeah, Did, they didn't like. They weren't seeding information, were they? Yeah, were they? Yeah, some of them like he would change the names of the characters or like give them oh, that, names yeah. and like, and then that yeah. would kind of fill in the blanks to other characters of like, true, like if you that actual story reoccurs a couple of times as well and he tells it in different ways um which is yeah it's cool to see that sort of unfold Uh, over the course of you know this this story takes place over the course of a couple of years 
yeah. um, and to see how that kind of evolves yeah. is interesting. Anyway, yeah, I really liked it. I, I yeah, I think it's um, it just sort of does more of the same of her story, but it's trying to tell a, a different, a different story. I, I don't think that um, I like I just don't understand why there's no play video from beginning or <laughs> I'd yeah. like to hear his thoughts on that like why that wasn't in there from the start I'd love to know yeah yeah. anyway it's good I think people should check it out it's, it's, if you like to her story it's good 100% yeah yep. alright is this the last one Gears 5 last game yes Gears 5 uh, I like this game eh uh, Gears Five is the fifth game in the Gears of War story, the uh, or series. They've they've dropped the of war portion. Now they're just Gears. Um, Are you including Judgment? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess maybe I'm not. Eh? Um, <laughs> am I supposed to? I don't know. I've I've I I switched off on the Gears ser- uh, series at three. Uh, I just don't think they have done so little to evolve that series. Uh, over time that it was it, it just started to be uninteresting to me but being the sucker for co-op games that i am i still got involved if i can play a shooter with friends i'll still play it even if i'm not interested in what's going on hmm. uh because i'm still playing with friends right at the end of the day i don't want to fucking retread the same ground we've done a billion times but uh yeah at the end of the day games of Games with friends are better, regardless of the game. And yeah, uh, I want to play Gears Five with Nate. Sure. Check it out. See how it went. Um, we had fun, uh, but I don't like what they're doing with it. It is still. It's just more of the same. It is literally more Gears of War, and I don't understand like how that's enough for people because I feel like games themselves have evolved so far beyond. There's still forced walking segments. How the fuck? It's 2019 and I'm still being forced to walk and talk to someone. That is fucking staggering. Like, absolutely staggering. I get that it's fucking buying time to load shit or whatever the fuck, but I don't give a... I don't give a fuck, right? Like, that's insane. Just let me fucking play the goddamn game at my own pace. Stop literally ruining the pacing of your own fucking game by forcing me to drag myself through treacle every fucking 30 minutes or so it's Mm. stupid as fuck um there's that there are a number of fucking high octane superb action sequences that occur in cutscenes instead of letting me fucking play them which is (laughs) staggering it's a fucking kick of the crotch is what it is because Oh, yeah, well, yeah, no, that's fucking epic. Like, that was fucking epic. I'm glad I didn't have to do it myself. God forbid I have the fun myself in this video game. Like, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Like, how? How? Didn't Hitman teach us enough about making, or Assassin's Creed 3? Like, haven't we learnt that you're not supposed to be fucking taking away control of the fun shit from the player. Let yeah. the player do the fun shit. I mean, and games uh, have done it. You look at um, like God of War or even Spider-Man, like these big giant action set pieces. I mean, most of the time they are tied to a quick time event, but other times they'll have you actually 
pressing buttons and do at least you're interacting with it you feel like you're engaging in this this set piece yeah 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 Th- that's not the case here like yeah they they raise the stakes they really like work hard to raise the stakes uh, and they're like oh well how are you gonna get out of this one and then you put the fucking controller down because you don't need to get out of this one and he's gonna get out of it in a fucking cutscene um yeah, it's brought like it's bigger. It's a lot bigger than what I've played before in a Gears game. Like, there's a lot more space to move around in, and like, there's some hub shit and some side missions. But I don't give a fuck about mm. any of that shit because it doesn't lead to anything necessarily interesting, in my opinion. It doesn't lead anywhere like meaningful. It's sort of just doing it because it's like, well, games have hubs and side quests now. Like, gotta do that shit. But like, who gives a fuck? Uh, whatever um the the guns are good like I can't I can't fucking the best thing about the Gears games has always been that they've done really good guns and there are some fucking crackers there's the retro lancer in this which uh is like uh, you know the chainsaw gun but it has a fucking knife sword on the end instead of a fucking chainsaw that's fucking sick. I love using that thing. I will ditch the chainsaw for the retro every single fucking time. Mm. Uh, there's a grenade launcher lancer that fires the grenades up in the air and they come back down. Um, there's like a lot of high octane shit that just sort of like feels like you're causing massive destruction, swaths of destruction all over the fucking place, which is awesome. Uh, I'm about it, right? Like that, and in a co-op shooter when you're playing with a bud, that's fucking fantastic. It's all the times when it wrests control away from you to do something, make you walk somewhere, make you watch a cutscene that you don't give a fuck about. Like, all this kind of shit that it's doing that I think is really hurting uh, my enjoyment of the game. Because instead of looking forward to the next big set piece, I feel like I'm doing the boring shit and then the game does all the... the really fun stuff right like me and nate we'll shoot all the grunts and then the big shit will get killed in a fucking cutscene i think that's fucking idiotic uh it's such a huge error yeah which like yikes Mm. let me do the fun shit um haven't managed to play any of the other um modes yet which is a bummer, right? Like, I want to play the other modes and check them out. I want to play this fucking, uh, this new three-player mode where you're always on the run and stuff. That looks fucking sick. And it seems like a real strong trend for games uh, in 2019 uh, that don't have the manpower to do a fucking battle royale mode because it seems pretty similar to what Rainbow is aiming for with the infection mode or whatever the fuck it's called. Mm. Um, yeah, that sort of three-player moving horde mode. I love I love the idea of it uh, because it's been a long time since we've had a fucking Left 4 Dead and it's staggering to me. I keep saying staggering. I'm going to stop saying staggering. I'm going to say fucking. It's fucking to me t- that uh, we don't get more fucking Left 4 Dead. Like, how, have, how have we not had a bunch of Left 4 Dead clones? That's yeah. weird. Well, the the like, um yeah the the moving horde mode that was something in the division. Um, they had that that mode that they introduced during one of the DLCs, and I talked about right. it. With, like you would open gates up, like you'd spend points to open yeah. gates, and like it'd move you through. I don't know. That's similar yeah. to 
what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the, sounds... the zombie style thing, yeah. right? Like um, COD zombie style. Yeah, shit. there was a game we played recently. I, I, actually, I don't think you played it. Um, uh, it was like the Indiana Jones zombie game. Fight. Yeah, yeah, I remember the one you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I don't remember made by one. Rebellion. Yeah, uh, which was like a Left for Dead, but you'd move like you you do sort of areas and then like progress through to the next section and that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. So is yeah. it is it because you haven't played it because it's not ready yet? Like it's not up yet or? No, we're waiting for a third player. Oh, um, well, I can jump in tomorrow. <laughs> excellent. Uh, that's what we're waiting on. Where, um, yeah, there's there's general horde mode as well. There's mm. like PvP. Couldn't play that. Obviously, there's there weren't the players yet. Um, yeah. So we've basically just been doing the the co-op stuff, and it just hasn't like the campaign stuff. I just don't like the campaign. Mm. I don't like any of the characters. I don't don't really think that much of the voice acting. Just not that interested in what it's doing, basically. Um, it's all the stuff around, uh, outside of that rigid, linear shooter bullshit. And I know it's not super linear anymore. It's semi-linear, though. And, yeah, I just don't, don't care for it, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. My other question is when Sony gave you a bunch of money, was it in bags or was it like a, uh, was a wire transfer, obviously. (laughs) Um, I saw someone describe this as this year's as Microsoft's God of war, as good as God of war. Mm. That is the fucking highest shit I have ever heard in my entire (laughs) life. Uh, good God. Do we play different fucking games? Because, Oh, that's insane. That is insane. Yeah. Let me tell you about ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want a you want a real fucking game of the year? Ancestors, baby. Yeah. Um, you sounded yeah. a good one. Um it was a Metacritic <laughs> blurb. It was so good. It was so good. It was well written. <laughs> uh yeah. Oh, now I'm gonna see it. Now I'm gonna see it again. Uh PC Games N. Familiar, solid cover shooting with the occasional surprise. It's fitting the Coalition has opted to simply call the latest game Gears because mostly it's just going through the motions. Oh, oh, that is juicy. That is some shit. That's well done. Well played. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway. Um, I'm not going to say don't get Gears 5, but uh, yeah, you have to be a real Gears fan to be in on on it i think uh you have to be really invested in the story because it is continuing that storyline uh but that that. said uh we'll see how we go with um the the other modes because i have a lot of faith that they should be pretty interesting and uh yeah we'll come back to you next week see how we go then nice yep all right uh we should roll in some news we got gears 5 news anyway Oh yeah, Dave Batista is going to be a playable character in Gears following um, the release. Yes, it's about fucking time to quote the man himself. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I I don't know how he wasn't in it ages ago, considering he is basically the fucking poster child for what they were going for for the Cogs people. These massive giant storied it up like 
human like human monsters uh so yeah i don't see how it took this long but it's cool that he's in it i mean and i believe he's only playable in the alternate modes outside of the campaign anyway so hmm. sweet nice yep. yep cool cool change um next up cyberpunk is apparently going to have multiplayer um so this is they talked about multiplayer a little while back but at that stage they were saying that it was sort of in research and development and they were sort of toying with the idea um and so on twitter they actually put up a um like a update to this saying that yeah that's it's moved past that and um they've got a team working on multiplayer for cyberpunk and they're hiring more people yeah what exactly that means not sure um it's probably not going to be something that we'll see at launch because that game is what six months out um yeah it could be i don't know i don't like i don't know what cyberpunk multiplayer looks like no <laughs> neither do i unless it's cold in which case did... i'm all for that <laughs> <laughs> did you watch that um that deep dive they did i did yeah last week? i don't have to be up at three in the morning any, anymore to watch uh, this stuff, so i watched it live nice yeah they like it's changed how I was looking at the game because I was, guess I was sort of looking at it like it was going to be The Witcher, mm. uh, but sci-fi. But now I'm thinking it's more Deus Ex but bigger. Yeah, absolutely. Right, like like on a larger scale. But holy fuck, it looks amazing! I can't wait for it. Uh, I'm definitely going to play a hacker character, uh, like 100%. I that's that's 100% my jam. Like, I can't fucking wait. It looks so fucking sick. Uh, just hacking stuff. And yeah, I don't really get the, how, like how that stuff at the start worked, the hacking at the start of that sequence worked, but I can't wait to find out. I mean, baby, that looks rad. Mm. Yeah. Yep. It looks really cool. I, um, I watched, yeah, I watched a bunch of that. I thought um, they obviously didn't show as much as what happened at E3. I think the E3 demo would have been about 50 minutes long. Um, this is more like a, a, a quick breakdown of that that demo, but with some developer commentary um, sort of intertwined. So, yeah, a bit of a, a breakdown of what's going on with that game. I, I dug it. I thought it was really cool. Like, they didn't show too much. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm at the point now where I don't need to see any more about what that uh, game yeah. is like i'm pretty satisfied that it's going to be stupid um so yeah i'm, I'm definitely king all right we've got some more news here do you want to do these ones because these are yours oh, no, sure one of them's yours uh one of them is um so uh yeah the nintendo direct happened just before um this podcast that yeah. we did this podcast and uh they announced they announced some interesting stuff, I suppose. Uh, there was... What was that fucking game that everyone fucking loved? Deadly Premonition. They've announced Deadly Premonition 2. Uh, and uh, some Smash characters or whatever the fuck. But largely what they were announcing was they're selling old-ass games on the Switch. And people... Cunts can't fucking wait to pay for the oldest games they know. Jedi fucking... Jedi Knight 2... Jedi Outcast, September 24. Can't wait to pay for that. Uh, that's only a 17-year-old game, so I'm sure it will be fucking top-notch. 
Like, that shit never ages poorly. Um, yeah, what else we got? Doom 64? Oh, well, yeah, let me give you money. Oh, can't wait for that. Oh, it's not like Nintendo 64 ROMs exist and are available all over the fucking place. And if you ever purchased Nintendo 64 and Doom 64, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to fucking emulate the game that you purchased. Hmm. Uh, or what else? What else have we got? Divinity Original Sin 2 is available right now on Switch. That's pretty cool. Um, I don't know if it's a... There's a lot of reading in that game. Uh, hopefully they've <laughs> modified the text to make it a little bit more... Uh, it was fine on my fucking massive fucking screen, but I don't, I don't know. It might be a lot of reading for a screen the size of the Switch. Oh, um, sorry, just to add. Yeah. Man of Medan. Fucking subtitles in that game are micro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We moved really our small. couch setup because we couldn't see it. Nice. <laughs> anyway. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Uh, first of all, fuck Xenoblade Chronicles. And second of all, why? Why would you buy that game again? Like, good lord. Just emulated it on the Wii. Hmm. Uh, if you purchased it on the Wii, you should, there's no reason why you can't emulate it. Um and uh, I think that's about it yeah anyway uh, Return of the Obradin is coming to Switch um, yeah that's it anyway uh, why why do people like why is it people are so fucking quick they're so cynical about they'll be like oh A new Call of Duty? Who fucking cares? I've already played the last Call of Duty. And then they'll be like, Oh my god, fucking Jedi Knight 2 on the Switch! Yes! (laughs) Finally! Nintendo is listening to the fans! Ah, they're doing the best stuff. It reminds me of fucking sports team shit, right? Like, it reminds me, like, I'm like, oh, how about OG? In the international, everything they did was fucking genius. You'd be like, what about the times they lost games? And I'd be like, yeah, they were losing on purpose just to fuck with people. Um, when clearly, you know, they didn't lose on purpose or anything like that. Um, but it's like, they're my sports team. So I'm like, yeah, they're the fucking greatest. Oh, LeBron can't do anything wrong. Ah, yep, yep. Hook me up with those 15-year-old games, Nintendo. I can't fucking wait. Yeah, let me pay. I just, I really want to give me money for shit I bought fucking over a decade ago. Anyway, moving on. What else we got? Oh, news-wise, uh, preloading. Come to Epic Games Store. It's a big, big announcement they've got. <laughs> this is for Borderlands 3. Yep, Borderlands 3. Uh, they're almost a um, real game store. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Almost up to par with a with the basics that a, a game store should be able to do. That's nice. Nice work, guys. You're getting there. I mean, it's still a pain in the dick to get a refund out of here, but it's a good step. You try and get a, a refund in the right direction. Ancestors. You want your time back? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. Um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. Cool. That's the news. That is the news. Uh, that is all we got. That's it. Cool. All right. We can wrap things up. We got uh, the gap. Have we got any questions? No questions, but we did get an email. Yes. We did get an email from a Mr. Norman Reedus. 
at uh, Mr. Norman Mark Reedus official at gmail.com. Uh, so obviously the official Norman Reedus sent us a digital reproduction of his dick. Thank you, Norman. Um, or as he called it, his Reedus. Hi, Luke and Joby. As a long-time Gap fan, I'm more than happy to provide a 3D digital copy of my Reedus for your own personal non-commercial use. Please use it wisely and only in a safer work purpose. Keep up the good gapping. P.S. Joby sure swears a lot. Uh, <laughs> this is a recurring theme. <laughs> it's a fair cop, Norman. Uh, I'm just glad that you managed to send us uh, your your Reedus, uh, your the Reedus penis. Um, sadly, I extracted the file. This was the riskiest riskiest <laughs> click of all fucking time I'll tell you what but I extracted the file and it is a 3D model of a dick butt statue uh, so I am gutted that it wasn't unless I mean there is I haven't actually seen Norman Reedus's dick there's a chance that his dick is a dick butt statue but I'm guessing it is not uh, so I'm gutted I'm gutted that it wasn't a penis um and yet, I am also strangely relieved. Um, but nevertheless, I appreciate you reaching out, Norman, and uh, appreciate you taking the time to uh, let me know that I swear too much. But yeah, I, I, I think it's too far. Like I've, I've gone too far now. Like there's no coming back from where I'm at. Really, sadly. Anyway, um, it was a good email. It was very entertaining. <laughs> High quality. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right, The Gap, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all those places. Um, if you do have a moment, please rate and review the show. It helps other people find it. We appreciate that. If you want to send us any questions like Norman Reeves did, you can go to mm. uh, our email is thegapodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Discord, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there. We've got a bunch of different channels going. Um I guess the big ones these weekend, next couple of weeks, are uh, probably like Borderlands and Gears of War. If you're looking for people to play that with, jump in. Yes. On those channels. Yep. You can find us on social media, facebook.com slash podcast, twitter.com slash podcast. You can go to our YouTube page, thegapodcast.com slash YouTube. And you can also go to our website, which is thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all the things we just talked about, including past episodes of the show. And that mm-hmm. is all um, thanks to our Patreon members. They help run the site you can go to patreon.com slash ga podcast and subscribe if you want to help us pay some of the bills appreciate everyone that does that every month you're the best thank you yeah i think that's it for this week um anything you want to talk about that you've been working on Uh, i've got a big interview that will be up by the time this is up um with rof uh who's a street fighter player for order Hmm. uh he was at meo over the weekends, obviously, yeah, MEO Melbourne Esports Open was on over the weekends, and uh, yeah, he was there just talking about um, the space, like the space that FGC Aussie FGC fills in the OC Esports area. Yeah, uh, so it's, it's a like it's a good, interesting interview um, with some juicy bits. Um, so it's worth like worth a read. Um, yeah, it's mostly future looking, but yeah, it's it's esports, pretty esports specific. The other thing, uh, Red Bull Fight or Flight, 
is uh, is now has now been announced. So mm. I can finally fucking talk about that. It is a PUBG tournament, um, where basically you will compete for forty five thousand dollars worth of uh, like prizes worth of prizes valued at forty five thousand oh, uh, dollars. So it dick includes butt a, statue. So a dick butt statue, obviously. Um, <laughs> trip to the PUBG Global Championship Grand Finals. Oh, nice. um, yeah, I should see if I can fucking just see if I can tag along. Let's <laughs> come hang out with you. Yeah, I'll go. Um, uh, well, it's like fucking, it's next door to you. It's in Oakland. Oh, you were already most of the way there. Me. I've got across the oh, bridge. Oh, he's not going over the bridge. Oh, he's already fucking full-blown <laughs> San Franciscan. How to speak San Franciscan. Would you want Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's going on the first first ones at PAX. Um, first qualifiers at PAX. They've got some other online qualifiers and then uh, day of qualifier. And then, yeah, the, the finals take place at the Carriage Works on the 2nd of November. Uh, but, yeah, that should be good. Like, it's a really fast-paced format. Yep. Um, they didn't do... We've been talking about this behind the scenes at Ripple for ages. Uh, they didn't take all of my ideas and use them, even though obviously all of my ideas are the best. Um, but they did use uh, quite a few. One and, circle uh, and it just contracts the entire time. No, my <clears throat> idea was uh, you landed and you couldn't, you're not able to like shoot. You're not allowed any combat until the uh, third circle. <laughs> And then, then combat starts. So everyone just sort of like gets into these, gets into areas and then like they know where everyone else is, but they can't shoot them. And then it just fucking bang goes like fucking pops off. It's just like fucking murderville. Um, I reckon that'd be like the purge, the purge pub. Yeah. Like the purge. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, but, uh, no, it should be good. And, uh, yeah, so you can play. You can answer if you're at PAX. I will be at PAX, by the way. I booked my flights and my accommodation. Um, so I'll be at PAX all weekends. I'll be on a couple of panels. I don't know which ones just yet. But, cool. uh, and obviously I'll be checking out the fight or flight qualifiers. And yeah, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's cool. It's cool that there's another fucking opportunity to win something playing fucking PUBG mm-hmm. in in Australia and it will be like, it's another land opportunity. I, I don't know that I think they're aiming for more amateur than, um, pro scene, but like, there's no reason why pros can't get involved if they want to. Yeah. And yeah, like, I think it's awesome. Um, so that's cool. What about you? You got anything or you've been too busy? No, nah, not yet. Um, I mean, there's some games coming out, so you, there might be some stuff soon. <laughs> we'll see. Yep. Um, but otherwise, you can find me at twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. Nice. And I'm twitter.com slash Joby Jojo. Cool. All right. Sweet. That's it. Uh, next that week. Is the podcast. There's a lot. There's NBA 2K. Um, mm. There's. What else is there? Theoretically Gears. Borderlands. Yeah, Gears and Borderlands. Um, so I think it's going to be busy. Still waiting yep. for most of these to come in. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah um but they will they'll, they'll come i mean 
There's more, right? There's more, isn't there? There's Greedfall, which looks awesome. Uh, like, piratey role-player uh, that I probably won't have enough time to play. Mm. Um, and there's something else. I can't remember what. Oh, no, it's fucking Monster Hunter World Iceborne. And it's only in my fucking... On my radar, because fucking Racy won't shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> um, I'm never going to play it, but fuck, he loves Monster Hunter. God damn. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, here's a reminder for people. Uh, Destiny is moving from Battle.net to Steam. You've uh, got like 30 days to do that, apparently. So I did that on my account last night. Nice. Yeah. I, I have to load up my Battle.net again, load into it. So I can play Call of Duty. I got my, uh, I'm in the beta. Oh yeah, yeah, I got a code for that. Not playing. Nice. It's too busy. Talking about. Oh, it. too busy. Too busy for the theoretically biggest game launch of the year. Yeah, Ghost Recon is um, Breakpoint. Is you're the beta too busy for fucking. You're too busy for Breakpoint. <laughs> I'm not playing Breakpoint. Yeah, fucking. This I've game. already played it. You guys can play it. We will. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. That is it. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? No. All right, fine. Fair enough. See you next week. Yeah. Bye.